and I'm here, man. Are y'all ready for the fire talk? Low down on the bridge and uplift the dialogue. Okay. Listen right along. This is straight off the press. The remix fresh with no prior song. Supplying y'all with the certified thoughtful. Yeah. To get the piece of the feet, it's time to call blow. Yeah. The raspberry wind is straight and flavorful. Insatiable eardrums taste the radio. Here can't be beat the flash you meet. Better leave all your doors and all have the week. What? Positive or motivational track to see successful guests promote a self mastery BlockTalkRadio.com slash the remix. Fridays at 10 p.m. Eastern. Support the system with a great reason. I must insist, don't miss it this evening. Peace, man. And greetings, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome on in. Ooh, let's make sure that you guys can hear me nice and clear. It sounds like I'm not coming in clear. Still trying to get all of these settings all worked out. Um, so I will be needing the Blue Room's help as we get ready to get started. Um, so I want to make sure that you all can hear me. Are we experiencing a little bit of static, a little bit of static on the line as well? Hmm. You guys can hear me clear. Okay, so you can hear me clear, but you can't hear the music clear. Is that correct? Let's see if we can get. We can get the vibes going here. Let's see if we can we can hear the music nice and clear. How about now? Can you see? No music. No music. Let's see. Let's see what's going on here. What about now? Let's see if we can hear the music now. Still no music, huh? Still no music. Still no music. Okay, let's see. What about now? Still no music. Okay. All right, well, we're going to make it do what it do. <laughs> oh, you do hear the music. Okay, so you can hear the music, and you can hear me, and it's coming in nice and loud and clear. All right, let's see here. Well, peace and greetings, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome on in 
to Planet Remix Radio. I am your host, of course, Miss Blue, the Oracle. And uh, I just want to welcome you on in. It is Friday night for most of the world. And uh, just want to invite you to come over and join us. So I want to give you those cosmic directions so you can find your way on over. And by the way, if you're out there listening, doesn't matter where you're listening from. I want you to know the blue room is open. So let me give you those cosmic directions so you can find your way on over to the blue room. All right? And to come on over to the blue room, you're going to come over to YouTube. And once you get to YouTube, you're going to type in blue, B-L-U-E, and then Raz, R-A-S, and then Barry, B-E-R-R-Y. And that is going to get you locked in to the Blue Room. And you will see all of the amazing magic makers, the stars. (laughs) The stars are in the building, and you will see them there. So come on over. Or you can hop on the phone lines, 515-605-9794 is the number to call. And that is going to get you locked in as well once you get on the call line. Now, our international callers, a couple of ways we can do this. You can actually come on over to blog. And once you come over to blog, um, you're going to go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash the remix. And once you come over to blog talk radio, you will use the direct connect. And that is going to bring you in. I do want to let you guys know that I am hearing some feedback. I am still learning how to work with all of this new technology that we have here and this setup. So I thank you all for being patient through the process. But in the meantime, and in between time, can we go ahead and give it up one time for everyone? Welcome on in. Welcome, welcome on in. Welcome into Planet Remix. <laughs> oh my goodness. Mm, so I am so glad that you all are here and you have brought your beautiful energy here tonight or this morning or this afternoon. By the way, if you're in the blue room, let us know where you're from. You know, what city, what state, what country. You know, what are you, where are you representing? Where are you representing? Would love to hear from that. And if it is your first time tuning in, definitely, absolutely, positively would love to hear more about that as well. Mm -hmm. So, oh my goodness, what a week. What a week, I tell you. What a week it has been. What a week it has truly, truly been. A beautiful week. By the way, happy born day to everyone who is celebrating a born day uh, in the month of August. We are still in the month of August, even though it seems like we're kind of coasting our way through, coasting our way pretty fast. We got Seattle, Washington in the house. Alabama is here. Michigan, Minnesota is in the house. Wisconsin is here. Florida is here. 
North Carolina representing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We got lots of NC. We got Ohio in the house. Welcome on in. Welcome on in. Welcome in, everyone. Welcome on in. Yeah. So happy born day, by the way. Want to send a very special shout out to uh, Donna. We want to send a special shout out to Miss Donna Little. It's her born day today. Got a chance to pop in over on Clubhouse, and she was in the building. So happy born day uh, to her as well. We got New Jersey, Texas in the building. I'm just so glad to have everyone in the house checking in, as well as our international listeners who are out there listening from all over the world, as well as even the downloads. Wow. A couple of announcements that we're going to make as we dive deeper into the cipher. We're going to be talking about the speck of light, third eye. Uh, So I want you to put your attention just on the speck of light and the third eye, because this is mainly what we're going to be talking about, because During these next couple of weeks, we're actually going to be able to get a glimpse into what 2023 is going to be like for us. Mm. Isn't it so magical how spirit just sort of gives you a glimpse ahead of time um, so that you can see the possibilities, see the endless possibilities Make the adjustments of where you need to make the adjustments. You know, put in the energy where you need to put the energy in and spread the love where you need to spread the love and stay connected and grounded. So we have a lot of these opportunities coming up for us um, that we're going to talk about here in just a moment. But Before we get to that and we get in, let's get those likes up. And definitely you want to let everyone know that the remix is live. And if you have not liked and subscribed, I definitely, definitely want to encourage you to go ahead and do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Today has definitely been one of those days, I must say. One of those days that it was kind of like a take it easy day, kind of take it easy, but it was a day of reflection, of reflection. At least for me, it was a day of self-reflection. And, you know, of course, for many of you who have the lucky blueprint, if you have the lucky blueprint and you've been working your lucky blueprint, by the way, thank you all for your confirmations and All of you guys who've gone back to the website and you have left left your review of what's going on so far and giving such amazing, amazing, absolutely amazing testimonies of how you are working your magic, your energy with the Lucky Blueprint. We are so grateful for that and never too late to do that. But it's been a very reflective week of really doing some self-reflection, which is always a good thing to do. 
Um, I will say this, since working with the Lucky Blueprint, which I've done it before, but doing it again collectively with all of us together, it's given me an opportunity to really go a little deeper, a little deeper um, into self-love, into self-reflection, and also with staying in alignment, alignment with all things, all the things that we're doing. Um, And it's brought up some really, really beautiful and amazing and some juicy good stuff um, that's coming up that I'm excited uh, that when the time comes, I will share that with you. In the meantime, in between time, we have a couple of things to talk about. First thing I want to talk about is I want to talk about our merch. As you guys know, we launched a couple of weeks ago, and we told you we had some new merch that was coming out. Now, there, you might have been able to receive a refund if you purchase any of the merch during this campaign that we just launched. And I want to talk about that for a moment. It was a decision uh, that Brother Blau and I, we made, and we made it pretty quickly. So let me tell you what happened. Initially, what happened is often all the time we're working with artists, many of you behind the scenes um, on many different projects, projects that we have not finished or completed yet, or we have certain components of the projects that we're pulling together, and we're really just waiting on spirit on when to pick it up and when to do it. For the self-invested T-shirt, that was the unicorns that were on there was a vision um, that I had a vision with the unicorns and Brother Bilal and myself, we, we came together and we had this vision for this shirt. And we were given this, we had an artist to put something together for us that kind of resembled what we wanted. And so we've gotten that from a long time ago. Then we took it with another amazing artist and had her put it together in the form of a t-shirt and that became the upcoming session by the way where is my bell the upcoming session of self-invested t-shirt that was going to be the t-shirt for this year you know just sort of opening up the way And it was brought to our attention that some components in that T-shirt were copyrighted or copywritten by another artist other than artists who originally gave me the print. And immediately, once I found that out, because, of course, you know, Brother Bilal and myself, we consider ourselves to be artists as well. Never would we ever want to infringe upon another artist. So we made the decision to pull the whole campaign, the whole campaign, because spiritual integrity is everything to us. And we wanted to make sure we stayed in alignment. Now, we could have just said, well, we're going to go ahead and go with it. But we said no. But I want you to know, if you did receive your refund back, because you would have, you would have received your refund back by now. um, No worries. 
because we will be bringing them both out together. We could have let the signs and symbols t-shirt continue, but because that campaign was started together, we didn't want to do that. That's not how we roll. So we pulled the whole campaign, but no, there is more merch. Oh my goodness. So excited. Uh, that is coming. That is going to be better than ever imagined. I promise you that. So no worries on that. Wanted to let you all know what was going on with the merch. So the merch is still coming. The merch is still coming. The merch is still coming and it will be even better than imagined. (laughs) All right. So I wanted to take care of that. And then secondly, I want to talk about self-invested. As you guys know, it's open enrollment for self-invested. We have the new season that is coming for self-invested. Hey! (laughs) For the new season for self-invested and... um, We are super excited. First of all, I want to ring the bell because so many of you this week has definitely taken the challenge to be a part of the Self-Invested Workshop. And we are so excited because this session, as with all the sessions of Self-Invested, are so unique and so divine and so in time, so in time with the world, with the magic, and with you. And this self-invested workshop is going to be the same. And we are so excited. So many of you who have been with us since the beginning, since Know Your Magic, and then self-invested workshop, and now, fast forward, you are still with us and still growing Um, And still doing amazing things. Like literally, we've had some of you who really have grown up with us. Some of you started when you were in college and now you've graduated. Some of you went back for your PhDs and now you have your PhDs. Some of you started your business and now your businesses are thriving. Some of you started and your words, not ours. You were kind of lost, confused, not sure what to do. And now you are even more in love with yourself, self-assured with yourself, and really on the path of creating your best life ever. And so we are truly, truly grateful for each and every single one of you and for all of you, because it is a commitment, self-invested, let's face it, it's a commitment. (laughs) It's a commitment. It takes dedication And it also takes discipline to be a part of it. As with many things in our lives that we're doing, things that we love and things that we wish to achieve and accomplish for ourselves. And so we are just so grateful for each and every single one of you who are a part of the Self-Invested Workshop. So I have to say that. So congratulations. You know we're doing two classes. Those of you who are in the astrology class, we're going to be doing part two of that astrology class, only if you took part one, and then we're doing the self-invested workshop. Both are going to be 
lit. Let me tell you, talk about some magic. Oh, it's going to be a whole lot of magic up in there. And we're super excited. So, yes. Oh, my goodness. I feel like it's so much I want to say. So next, let's talk about this because we're going to get all of this out the way. By the way, let's get those likes up. And uh, also, if you haven't subscribed, and we're going to ask that, uh, you know, what you waiting on. I mean, really, what's really going on? Go ahead and subscribe. <laughs> Go ahead and subscribe. Let's hit that subscribe button and that notification bell so that you can always hear the notification um, as it's coming on. Mm-hmm. And so, hmm, next, let's talk about the Lucky Blueprint. Let's just talk about that for a moment. As you guys know, the Lucky Blueprint Spirit Class is only going to be available until August the 21st. August the 21st. That is going to be it, and then it'll be gone for the rest of the year, and we don't know when we're going to bring it back. Now, for those of you who have the Lucky Blueprint, how are you doing? Let me tell y'all something. I have done this so many times myself. It's really sort of embedded in me at this point, but I wanted to do it again with everybody. Do it together. Do y'all know I almost almost this morning forgot my AM. And I said, oh, (laughs) I said, wait a minute. Wait a minute, let me do my AM or I'm going to have to start all over. And I started on the third. So I was like, wait a minute. So I did my AM and I'm so glad I did because it allowed me an opportunity today to really be in alignment. In alignment, like literally, literally, I felt like had my magic, my magic cadence today, my magic wand today, my magic was so sparkly and activating today. And there were so many times that I had to say abracadabra to get things going. You know what I'm saying? I felt that kind of magic today. And I was able to make my list today and really, really see some things that honestly, totally slipped my mind. It did, but just taking that time for myself in the morning really makes a difference. And I will share with you, when I don't do it, I feel it's almost like walking down the steps and talking and you miss a step and you kind of have to kind of get your balance back together. That's what it felt like. That's what it felt like. Um, But I will tell you this, we have definitely sparkles and seeds of magic that is floating out of these ethers in abundance at this time. So this is the perfect time if you don't have the lucky blueprint. Like really, like what are you waiting for? You waiting on another lifetime? What are you, what, what, what you waiting on? You waiting on, what, what are you waiting on? You know, you need to go get it. You need to go get it. Like I said, if abundance is flowing and you want to keep it flowing, perfect. 
to get. If you feel like you're just a little bit off of alignment, perfect. If you feel like I've been doing this work and the work has been working and I've been investing in myself and I've been doing this, but I just feel like there's this one thing, there's just one thing that got me tripping, you know, there's just one thing. (laughs) And you want to get that one thing in alignment, then guess what? This is what you need to get. This is what you need to get. Get the lucky blueprint and really give it a try. It's a 44-day commitment, which is such a magical, magical, magical energy, right? Because we're in the energy of the things that we'll be doing, the thoughts. You know what I'm saying? What's been on your mind lately? Let's do a check-in. What's what's been on your mind? Because whatever has been on your mind, this is what kind of legacy you're getting ready to manifest. Dun-dun-dun-dun. I wish I had a dun-dun-dun-dun button. I don't. But that's the legacy you're going to be manifesting. That's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the legacy that you're going to be planting seeds for. That's it. That's the direction of what the universe will return to you. It will return to you. That's it. So, I don't know about you, but I'm pretty excited about that. I'm pretty excited. I'm very, very, remember what I told you about hope. Hope is not something we can use in our awakened state. But when we go into the dream world, we can bring hope there and we can cause activations to happen from within. Mm-hmm. So the lucky blueprint, if you're interested in getting it, you can click the link below in the show notes um, or we can put it in the we can put it in the chat. I'll put it in the chat as well um, so that you can find your way there. But definitely. If you have not gotten the lucky blueprint, like, look, when August the 21st comes, I don't want to hear anybody knock, 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 knocking at the door, asking, asking, can I please just get it? Because the answer, unfortunately, is not at this time. So there you go. There you go. I think we've covered just about all of the announcements for now. And then here's the other announcement I want to give you. Planet Remix will, we're in the process of going through an upgrade. We're in the process of going through an upgrade and we're really sort of kind of shifting things around And so I want to thank you all for being so patient during this process um, because it's going to be going on. We're not completely there yet, but I know you can feel it. Like I've been working in here all week, you know, kind of changing the furniture. We're going to get new furniture in the blue room, new lights, camera, action, 
you know, all of that good stuff. And, um, yeah, we're going to just be going through an upgrade. And that upgrade that we're going to be going through, um, we'll let you know, because it will involve the music. It will involve, you know, what you're looking at, what you're seeing, what you're hearing, what you're feeling. Um, but we're just, we're just going to take it higher. We're just going to take it higher. I think it's time. I think it's time. So thank you all for your patience through, through this growing and learning process. Because believe you me, it's growing and it's a learning process. <laughs> it's growing and a learning process. And as you can see, do y'all see the digital art for tonight? Do you see it? Can you get a load of that? Can you ride those cosmic waves right there? The speck of light. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the speck of light. Can you see it? Mm-hmm. Third eye. Yep. That's right. We're under, well, we're not under construction, but I guess that's a word. We can be under construction. So I trust wherever you are in the world, I trust, I trust, I trust that you are able to get you some sunshine, some sunlight, and all of those beautiful things as well. Did a lot of readings this week, which were super amazing uh, to be able to connect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Mm. And thank you all for the confirmation. Thank you all for the confirmation. Beautiful confirmations uh, that you've been sending in all week. So about everything, about past shows. And by the way, we always encourage you to dive into the archives. It is so much for you there. So let's talk about this spec of light, of the third eye. So one of the things that I will tell you that's happening and getting ready to happen, and really it's, it's, it's activation time, it's going to occur towards the end of the month as we get ready to come into, come, come into the months of September and we begin to start moving ourselves from September onward. And by the way, I want to say this. I want to give a big shout out to Baby Blue because she is the one who put together our digital art for us, our digital moving art for us. So I want to send some love out to her. And she sends her love, by the way, uh, to all of you. She's listening in as well. So, I want you to think about this. The whole planet is getting ready to receive an upgrade in their third eye. In their third eye. So our third eyes are going to be recalibrating. And we're going to see how this recalibration impacts, changes, elevates, eliminates, grows, nurtures, 
activate things within ourselves as well as the world. So everyone is going to experience it, but everyone is not necessarily going to surrender to it. Because the third eye is going to go through a recalibration because we're all learning how to have different perspectives and open up our awareness to things that we never thought was possible. I was watching an article, and in this article, there was a picture, and I want to say the picture was from the late 1940s or the 1950s. It was a newspaper picture of a woman, and she was holding a cell phone, what looked like a cell phone. And she said, soon you're going to be able to hold your telephone in your hand and put it in your purse and have communication with people around the world. Well, of course, they thought that was the most ridiculous thing that anyone had ever heard. Because back then, telephones were these huge devices that had to be hooked up inside of a home or a building. It wasn't mobile. It wasn't portable. And it certainly wasn't small. So you can imagine what kind of vision that person must have had, what kind of speck of light they must have gotten in their awareness or in their consciousness for them to be able to see this. Like, can you imagine telling someone or seeing something that no one has never seen before? Like it doesn't exist. But it does. And of course, as you know, now that we have brought our awareness to a lot of this technology that we think is so new, you know, I was writing on my tablet earlier, and it reminded me that in a past life in ancient Egypt, I was writing on a tablet, and that tablet had a stylus. Just like my tablet now has a stylus. But these are thousands and thousands of years apart from each other. But the technology was there. And I'm sure many of you have had sort of this deja vu, sort of take me back kind of moment with something that you're doing. Now, I want to talk to you about the significance of this speck of light, because when this speck of light comes in, you're going to know that it hits you. You're going to know when that speck of light hits you. You're going to know that this is truly divine. You're going to know that something within you has truly woken up and you're going to get a vision that vision is going to come shortly after the speck of light hits you because that speck of light is your consciousness waking you up. 
Now, about a week or so ago, I told you all to watch the movie Gifted Hands, the movie about the Dr. Ben Carson, the brain surgeon. How many of you have seen that movie? Or after we mentioned it here on Planet Remix, you went back and you watched Gifted Hands. How many of you have seen, let's see in the blue room, have you seen the movie Gifted Hands? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You watched it, can't believe you haven't seen it. You watched it many years ago. If you have not, it's going to be available on Netflix until August the 31st. Listen, you can't make this stuff up. It is a reason it is only available until August the 31st. Because in my DJ Khaled voice, because they don't want you to know that your third eye is about to go to a whole nother level. (laughs) And if you watch that movie, now I know why my spirit guides led me to watch that movie when I did. I've watched it many years ago, like many of you, but it had a different meaning. It kind of hit a little different this time. And really, if I could sort of give that movie an upgrade, the name shouldn't be Gifted Hands, but it should be The Speck of Light, Third Eye. And let me tell you why. And this is a spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't watched the movie. So let me go ahead and apologize right now. (laughs) I apologize right now. But in this movie, Ben Carson, when he was young, his mother, who was a hardworking mother, and anyone who's a parent that is a hardworking parent that really is doing the very best you can for yourself and your children, you know how it is important that we begin to start nurturing and feeding into the generation after us. I know I certainly did with my children. And for them to exceed far past anything that I thought was ever possible for me and to be able to give them an opportunity and to move some obstacles and challenges out of their way, if at all possible, so that they can thrive and be the very best person that they can be. This is what his mother did. Now, I'll tell you something very interesting that I didn't remember about the movie from the first time watching it and re-watching it again. I didn't remember that Ben Carson's father married his mother when she was 14 years old. Let me run that back. 14 years old. Oh, 14. And by the time she was 19, she found out her whole relationship was a lie. Because the man she was married to was already married and had a whole nother family and decided to leave her and go back to his family. So here she is, 19 years old. She only went to third grade. 
with two children and left to survive. Not only was she devastated, she had a mental nervous breakdown. Let me say that. She had a mental nervous breakdown. And so to provide for herself and her children, she worked as a maid cleaning houses and offices. And she was very good at what she did. She was so good at what she did, it really sort of helped to propel her to the point where she was cleaning houses of very affluent and very rich doctors. And one of the doctors that she happened to meet was a psychiatrist. I'm not going to tell the whole story. Y'all know how I can get, but this is an important piece because this is what's moving us into this energy that really will take us into 2023 with this recalibration of our third eye. And if you don't know where your third eye is, what I want you to do is to imagine you are a unicorn. And you know where the unicorn has a horn that comes out? (laughs) That's no coincidence that the unicorn has a horn that comes right out of the third eye. And we'll talk about that in a moment. But the third eye is right between, if you come where your eyebrows are and you go right in the middle, it's that spot in your head where you often see people from Africa and from the um, Middle East, I mean from India, wearing a little dot that is called the bindi. That's your third eye. It is called the third eye because it is the eye that sees what the physical eyes cannot see. It is like going into the greatest movie theater in the world. It is a projection screen that plays movies, any movie you can think of from the past, the present, and even the future, and pulls them all together to give you in living color a vision with details, animation, (laughs) drama, excitement, and music there. The third eye. It's your movie theater. This is the great movie theater. This is where you're viewing life, afterlife, and things beyond. So anyway, let's get back to um, Ben Carson. Let's get back to his story. So his mother met this doctor because finally she was having nightmares and she was finding it very hard to function. She could barely get out of the bed and she was on the brink of having another breakdown. So she did what anyone would do in this position that had two children that they were responsible for. 
she went to go seek help. And when she went to go seek help from a doctor, the doctor told her after she told a portion of her story that she would need to check herself into a mental hospital to get some therapy done to her for a while. So she found a good and trusted friend to take care of her boys while she went away for a few weeks. Once she came out, she was in a much more grounded and stable place. But she also desperately knew at that point that she had to do everything she could for her children, for her children, to make sure that they did not end up in the same position as her. So while cleaning one of the doctor's offices, he had this huge library. Oh, my goodness. Like, I would live for a library like this. He had a huge library. And that spark of light came to her. And she asked the question. She asked him, she said, let me ask you a question. And she stared and she looked around the room. She said, have you read all of these books? And he turned and looked at her and he said, most of them I have. At that precise moment, Ben Carson's mother had a speck of light come into her awareness. And immediately when she got home, she instructed her boys that from now on, every day, every single day, every week, they would go to the library and they would get three books and they would read those three books and they would make a book report and they would turn it in to her. Stay with me. And I know what you're thinking. So what was the spark of light? The spark of light is she realized that this man had succeeded because he expanded his consciousness, his perspective, all the things that was happening. And he knew, he knew that that contribute to him being the doctor he was and living the life he had chosen to live. And so she instructed her boys to do that. She did. And they went to the library and they would get these books and they began to read them and they began to write reports and to do all of these things. Meanwhile, his mother was working her fingers to the bones. But she had a purpose, and she had a cause. So it really wasn't work for her. And even though someone would say she couldn't have enjoyed it, um, in fact, she really loved what she did because she understood what it was changing in her life and her children's life. 
So next, what I want to tell you is this story doesn't go on to be this fairy tale and Ben Carson just goes on and, you know, he just becomes this amazing, incredible doctor, which he is amongst a few things that he's done. But I want to back my story up a little bit because Ben Carson had a low, low self-esteem. The initial school that he was in, he struggled. He struggled a lot. In fact, he was getting pretty much all F's in all of his classes. And his mother kept instilling in him. And anyone who has children, please listen to this. His mother kept instilling in him, you can do this. You are smart. You are intelligent. You can learn. Never give up on yourself. She instilled that in both of her sons. Even though she herself had not completed elementary school. So when they would come home, this I found to be, it kind of took my breath away as a mother. But they would come home and need help with their homework. And one time it was when Ben said to his mother, uh, I don't know this word. And she told him, sound it out because I don't have my glasses. I need to get new prescription glasses and I don't have money for glasses. Stay with me. And because she didn't have her glasses, she made her children believe that this is why she couldn't help them with their homework because she didn't really want to reveal to them, your mother doesn't know how to read. But look how this affected Ben. And because the story was about him, I'm focusing on him and not his brother, but I'm sure it affected his brother, but it affected Ben in a different kind of way because he was in school getting D's and F's, and guess why? Because he needed glasses. It wasn't this whole time he thought he was dumb. He thought he was like his mother and couldn't read because he figured it out. He got the spark of life, and he figured out that his mother was saying that She couldn't read because she didn't have glasses. He internalized that within his self, and he needed glasses. Some would say, that's kind of reaching, Miss Blue. No, no, no. It's not because what his mother also instilled in him was imagination. And she told him, I need you to use your imagination. And he kept telling her, I don't have one. So she told him a story about this mouse, about a blue mouse, go figure. And he said his brother was laughing when his mother was telling about this mouse and then said, I don't see the mouse. I can't imagine. I don't have an imagination. She was attempting to get him to get into the energy of his third eye because she knew the vision would be the only thing that could take her sons into the future. So she kept instilling, you have to use your imagination. 
You have to be able to visualize. She was really telling them how she was able to make it through all of these things that she had been through. It was through her visions. And so finally, Ben got glasses. And once he got glasses, he excelled. I mean, he was doing everything in the spelling bee. He was reading. And guess what? His grades went from F to D's. And he was excited because he was getting D's. And then it went from D's and he went on up to A's all the way up. But it took him a little while to readjust himself. And once he did that, He ended up at his school winning an award. And one of the teachers took it upon herself to stand up and say to the other children, how dare you? How dare you allow someone like Ben to win this award? He has no father in his life. He's struggling. He's poor, and he's black. Everything against him, and y'all let him win. I digress. You have to internalize that part of the movie for yourself, because it was a different time back then, a little different. So anyway, Ben goes on. His mother gets him into another school. But this school is where she had a house. But because she couldn't afford the house after their father left, she was smart. Oh, his mother was very, she was a boss. She rented out the home to someone else who could live in there so she wouldn't lose the house. And then when she got enough money to know that she could sustain herself and her children, they moved back in. But this was in the neighborhood. This was back in the neighborhood. And so Ben was now going from a school where he was the minority to now he's going to a school where he was the majority. Everyone looked like him. They lived pretty much the same way he did. But he's this nerdy kind of kid. And I forgot to mention Ben had a lot of built-up anger inside of him, like a rage in him. And so he kind of got with the wrong crowd and things almost went extremely wrong. I mean, he took a hammer and was chasing his mother with it because he was so upset, upset about his life, upset about limitations, upset about unanswered questions and upset about not knowing and having insecurities about who he was, where he came from, and what was possible for him. So that happened. And then an incident happened where he literally tried to stab this guy. Luckily, his belt buckle kept him from killing someone because that was the rage. And after that incident, 
he knew that he had to he had to change and so he went into deep prayer and just was saying please take this anger out of me now they don't really show you this part in the movie but his anger got taken out of him by him falling in love with himself and what he felt he could do. And so it was in one of his classes, because he then went on to college, that he realized he had a knack. Number one, he started having visions. Let's go back to that. Number two, he started having dreams, lots of dreams, and some of them were not always so good. But he went running home to tell his mother the day that he had the vision and he seen the blue mouth and the man that was chasing him. So many times we think when we're having dreams that we can understand in our waking moment. We allow them to scare us. We allow them to, you know, spook us out of our own understanding. We want to connect with magic. We want to connect with high frequencies. But sometimes we'll let something like a dream, which really is, Something pretty magical, if you think about it, that you're able to close your eyes and be asleep and have a dream, have a vision to really see how magnificent we really are. So he was excited about this vision, about this dream he had, because this, in in a sense, you know, let his mother know and him that he did have this internal speck of light because we know this internal speck of light is connected with the divine, is connected with God, is connected with the universe, with your higher self, whatever your connection to that internal speck of light is. And Ben was able to to really finally feel that there was something, something greater than just what his mind could remember. He was able to go beyond his mind. And that opened up a whole new world for him. And, of course, many of you know he went on to be one of the first surgeons in the world to perform surgery and separate two twins that were connected by their brain. He had visions of how this was supposed to be done because it had never been done successful. And everyone up until that point who had did it, one of the twins had to die. But he was having a conversation with his mother. Matter of fact, in the story, he had two twins that his wife lost, that she was carrying, two twins. But when he went back to go do this surgery with these twins to separate them, he had a vision. And the vision showed him 
But guess where he had the vision? He had the vision when his mother came to visit. And she was in the kitchen. And the faucet was dripping water. And a speck of light came in. And that speck of light led him something as simple as spending some quality time, some loving time with his mother, talking with his mother. Had nothing to do about his work. Had nothing to do about this surgery. And the speck of light came in because he was in a high frequency. He was doing something he loved. He was with people he loved and who loved him. He was in a high vibration. And the speck of light came in. And that gave him the vision of how he could do this surgery. And it was something else that really just kind of struck me in this movie, in the story of Ben Carson and his life that that really just struck me. And I I, want to honestly ask, are we doing this anymore? I, I want you to really hear this part and ask, are we really doing this anymore? Before he went in to do the surgery, because he pondered for such a long time and really didn't know that he could do it. He said, no, I can't do it. I, I, I can't do it because I can't figure out how to do it without killing one of the twins. And the parents who were from Germany, I believe, um, they didn't want to make a choice because prior to this, in that surgery, they would ask the parent if they had two twins that were, and I can't think of the term right now, but they were uh, joint twins, like they were still body parts joint together. Which twin, if they had to sacrifice a life, which one do you want to live and which one do you want to let us let die. Can you imagine? I couldn't even imagine, nor do I ever want to imagine being in that situation to have to choose. Well, these parents said, we don't want to choose either one. And so um, Ben couldn't figure out how to separate the twins. But once he figured it out for months, He said it would take a team of doctors of something like 33 doctors who all specialize in different areas. It was like all of his spirit guides coming in and all of them who specialize in a um, a different area of life. Thank you, Priestess Erica. Conjoin it. Conjoin it, twins. And they rehearsed day and night they rehearsed and they practiced for every scenario for worst case scenario in their field so the heart doctors practice for worst case scenario If this happens, if that happens, if then, if then, if then, then that, 
they rehearsed. And I sat back and I thought about it. Honestly, and I said, hmm, have I been doing my rehearsal time correctly? Have I been rehearsing enough in life? And I'm not talking about rehearsing just for something to go wrong. And they weren't rehearsing for something to go wrong. They were rehearsing for something to go right. They were rehearsing for something to go right. They were rehearsing so nothing could go wrong. Very big difference. And I asked myself... Have I been investing in my rehearsal time enough? And I'm going to talk about what rehearsal time looks like from a spiritual perspective that really will cover every area of your life. Number one, are you meditating Are you sitting quietly with yourself? Are you able to bring your mind to a stillness? Because that rehearsal is so that when the oh shit happens, you can get yourself at the zero point. Because if you are not rehearsing, You cannot get there. You will not be able to move to the zero point. See, we typically think of rehearsing, and you're absolutely correct, correct, Danielle, who's an actress and a performer. She said they rehearse all the time. How do we rehearse for life? Do you have 20 minutes to give to yourself? Some people, believe it or not, someone tell you, I need you to do this for 20 minutes in the morning and maybe 15 minutes at night, and they will tell you they can't do it. Come again? I'm sorry, I, I didn't hear you. You you what What happened? You couldn't complete the 44 days because you don't have 15 minutes for you in the morning and you don't have about 20 minutes a night for your, for your, wait a minute, for yourself, but you got 24 hours in a day. And out of that 24, you cannot dedicate minutes to you. So meditation, dedication, setting intention, whatever you want to call it, prayer time for you. 
What does that rehearsal look like? Because you do realize the purpose of it. The reason you're stealing your mind is not so you can go and brag about meditating and you see the stars come in and you were floating up in the air and you went to Jupiter and then you slid on over to Venus and then you was able to astro travel and go to a faraway place, but it's to still the mind. So in your active waking state, if you need to shift your emotions, if you need to shift your consciousness, if you need to connect with your intuition, you can do it on the spot. I don't really think a lot of people realize that. I think they think they're doing it so they can check the block and say, I meditated today. I prayed today. I sat in stillness today. I went for a walk in nature today. This is rehearsal. This is your rehearsal for life. <laughs> Next, did you move your body, do a little yoga? Did you go walk? Did you exercise? Did you stretch? Did you you know, run? Did you go to the gym? Did you lay on the floor and touch your toes? Did you dance? Did you jump? This is rehearsal. This is rehearsal because you want to show your body and you want to show your mind and your spirit that it's all one, not separate. Did you do a little Tai Chi? Did you do some breathing? Yes, it does the body good. But it is rehearsal so that your Merkaba, which consists of your physical, your mental, and your spiritual body and your etheric bodies, to know that they are one. Not separate. Not your spiritual body way over here and your physical body over here. Not your energetic body over here, but your mental body back here. It's to let all your bodies know all is one. See, we want all is one to be in the world, but we separate all is one within us. Allow the union of who you are to come together and get to know each other. 
trust me, I've been there. I had to reflect on this. I know at one time my spiritual body had no freaking clue who my mind and my body was. They didn't know each other. They met for the first time like, oh, who are you again, girl? (laughs) When you get here, (laughs) you're doing this rehearsal. So all is one. Not about what it looks like. It's not even what it feels like. It's not even what it sounds like. It's so that all of them can come together and be one and know each other through and through. So when you're feeling something in your body, Your mind doesn't dismiss it like it's a foreign object. When you feel something in your spirit, so your mind doesn't talk you out of it like it's a friend you don't want to be with no more. When you feel something in your body, It can politely tap your brain and say, hey, can I get a little insight? And your intuition say, no problem, because all is one. We working together. We're not separate entities. And we have spent time getting to know each other. So that's your second rehearsal. We are rehearsing. And we have to understand what we're rehearsing for. We're not doing these things. We're not, we're not sitting over here pulling cards just to know it's a great day. All of our tools that we have in front of us is really helping us so that we can embody who we are. And we can walk, we can work, we can think, we can do, we can be all that we are. But the activation has got to come from you with the intention of consciousness of why you're doing these things. Because sometimes we can become so complacent. And these very, very spiritual, magical acts of intention, though they look good on the surface, are we really getting down to the root of why we're doing this? What does your spiritual rehearsal look like? Because one thing is for sure, it is showing itself in this world and in your life. And just maybe... If you haven't watched the film or if you did watch it, maybe you can watch it with a different perspective. You can watch it again so that you can really get some good gems out of it. Because specks of light are constantly happening 
Some of you are having these specks of light that are happening right now. Because our third eyes are about to get a major overhaul. And it's going to be showing you all kinds of things. But these are going to be the things that you are focused on. So what has been on your mind lately? And how have you been rehearsing? And make sure you know what you're rehearsing for. Most important, the third eye is a projection screen. So it is pulling from all other areas to bring you what is coming. What you see, the movie theater. It's the movie theater. You're taking in all of this light, all of this information. You're taking in the specs, which specs are, matter of fact, on September the 7th, iPhone is announcing the specs for iPhone 14. It's going to tell you all of the specs, what kind of camera, what kind of storage, what the phone is going to look like, what can it do. All of the things that are upgraded on it. It's giving you the specs. It's giving you the dimensions. So all the dimensions, how deep in the dimension can you go within yourself? We have to work this. Don't let this information stay in your brain. Let it reflect your life. Let it reflect who you are. So I wanted to bring that because this is truly where we are. And I'm so excited that the movie, (laughs) Gifted Hands, which I want to call Speck of Light, because everything in that movie was about specks of light. Everything was about a speck of light which is consciousness. When you become aware of something, that is your consciousness waking up. Stop waiting for tragedy. Stop waiting for trauma. Stop waiting for, oh, shit, before you do what you're supposed to do. And only you know that. Because what you're supposed to do is not these things that the world tells you tells you, but what your heart is leading you to do. Start loving the people around you for real. Stop being fake. Be real. Stop waiting to be kind. Stop waiting to show yourself love. Stop waiting to really live the life you want. Stop waiting for someone else to give you the okay to do the things you need to do. Stop waiting on that. 
you can cause that speck of light to come. It's based on your thoughts. It's based on your feelings. It's based on your actions. And more importantly, it's based on the love that you have for yourself. Because when you're in a good state of loving you, you won't have to have so much hate for the world around you and the people in it. It will eliminate so many things in your life. It will heal so many wounds in your life. It will give you clarity in so many areas of your heart. It will bring you freedom that no money on this planet can provide. It will nurture you with so much love and kindness that you will want to spread that everywhere you go. Mm -hmm. Everywhere you go. It will take you out of your mental anguish that seems to cripple and paralyze you. But you have to take that step. You have to be open and willing to allow those specks of light to come in and to grasp them, to follow them, to hold them, because they're only activating inside of you what is already there. Specks of light and the third eye and the unicorn go hand in hand. This is one of the reasons why the unicorn itself is one of the symbols for self-invested this year. Because the unicorn, in fact, has two horns and they're twined together to form the one horn on the unicorn, just like the strands of DNA. This is why the unicorn, this mythical, magical creature, is the one that lights the pathway. This is why children of all ages and all places all around the world love the unicorns. Because the unicorn is lighting the way to go. This is the physical spiritual representation or symbol, however you want to call it, of your third eye, the unicorn, magical unicorn. It is the spiritual mystical symbol of the third eye because it brings with it specks of light. So, yeah. I wanted to share that story with you guys. If you haven't checked it out, gifts, gifts of hand, hands of gifts, whatever you want to call it, Bing Carson, it's going to be available on Netflix until August the 31st. Don't miss it. If you haven't seen it, it's time to have a Netflix and chill moment, you know, and watch it and really enjoy it. I'm sure you're going to get so much out of it, probably even more than what we discuss right now, but it is a movie for this time. And again, I'm telling you, it's a reason why. Whoop, they cutting it off on August the 31st. 
Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. <laughs> We're going to get ready to go to the phone lines. How we feeling, soul family? How we feeling? I got another story. It's been some real interesting stories in the news uh, that I want to talk about. The story is called Gifted Hands. Uh, Yeah, watch it. Watch it with a friend. Watch it with a loved one. You know, do all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. It's an amazing movie. Has some pretty sad parts in it, but really you get a good understanding and the outcome. It really changed my, speaking of perspective on Ben Carson, um, but yeah, definitely it brings you closer in so that you can see <laughs> all of the magic that's there and the magic his mother gave to him and his brother um, and and how that developed throughout their lives. Um, so yeah, I thought they did an amazing job on that um, on that. I love documentaries, by the way. That's kind of my favorite thing to watch. I'm always down for a good documentary um, because it gives you so much insight, right? Um, of course, y'all know what I'm going to say. HGTV still supreme over here. And of course, I love my 90-day fiance. And then Butt Naked and Afraid, I love it. Now, they're getting ready to come out with the season. I don't know who's down to watch it with me. Butt Naked and Afraid and Frozen. Hmm. Imagine being butt naked and afraid and frozen in the, they're in places where it's freezing and they have to survive. Oh my goodness. I just can't even imagine. I told y'all I watched one little episode of that. Whew, it was a bit much. It was a bit much. 90 day fiance. Cause I'm just here for it. Right. I'm here for it. I'm here how these people try to hook up in 90 days and make it work. (laughs) I am just here for it. And, of course, HGTV, because why not? I love feng shui. I absolutely love feng shui. I have so many sparks of light when I'm watching it. So I really, really love it. I love feng shui. I love it. So you get a chance to see that. I, I I really love house hunters. I love it when couples go to try to find a house, especially house hunters international, where they just want to go skedaddling across the world. I watched one yesterday where it was a couple, and they had a huge age gap because I think um, the guy might have been in his 50s or 60s, and the chick he was with, she might have been in her late 20s and 30s, and they were coming from Australia. Imagine that. Well, no, they were coming from Hawaii. They were moving to Australia. She wanted to be right on the beach where she could walk outside the building and just get in the water and go dip, dip. And he wanted somewhere out in the suburbs where they could have some peace and quiet, where they could build a family, and where they could really just nurture and bond. And she was totally against it. She was looking at townhouses. I think their budget was something like $400,000. And um, 
so they looked at the house and she was like, oh, no, the beach is like 15 minutes away in a car. Like, I can't do this. Like, I think it's our age that's really causing you to get me messed up because I need to be able to just put my bathing suit on, walk out my door, and ta-da, be on the beach. And he was like, but what about building a family and settling down? She wasn't having none of that. But finally, in the end, they looked at this. It was a townhouse. And I want to say it was about um, a five-minute walk from the beach, but it didn't have a beach view. But it was, I mean, the decor, and this was in Australia, the decor was off the chain. I would have chose that, but they crossed that off the list. And then the first one was a penthouse apartment. They crossed that off the list. And guess what? She ended up moving out to the suburbs. See, I love it because, see, when you're watching House Hunters, you always going to have that one person that say they ain't going to do this and they ain't going to do that. They be the main one that buckle. <laughs> they be the main one that buckle. She did all of that about what she used to and what she want and what she not going to do and she don't care and this is what she wants. Because living in Hawaii, this is what she used to do. To now she in the burbs. She in the burbs. <laughs> but lastly, before we get ready to go to the phone lines, let me tell you all this story. It's not really a story like it really did happen. This is why you need to, hmm, you need to really listen to your children. Children are magical. I don't have to tell you that, but I'm going to tell you a story about this little boy. He was about two years old. See, this is, this is some magical age of children. So it was this two-year-old little boy. His family had this land, and right at the edge of where their property line was, there's like some woods. But some of the woods was in the property line, if that makes sense, and then they had a fence that sort of separated more of the wilderness on the other side. So he used to like to come outside. Now we talking about a two-year-old. He liked to come outside and he liked to blow bubbles. How many of you blow bubbles? I still like to blow bubbles. Have y'all been blowing bubbles lately? Any of y'all blew bubbles when y'all were children? I love bubbles. Well, he loved to blow bubbles. So his mother said, okay, it's time to go outside and we're going to blow some bubbles. But she was doing what any other mother would do. He's two years old. There's a fence, even though it's a little bit of wooded area, but there's a fence. Good to know I'm not the only bubble blower around here. Y'all trying to tell me y'all too, what? Y'all ain't blow bubbles? Listen, I'm talking about at any time in your life. Of course, I I would hope you're not 30, 26, 28 sitting around blowing bubbles. I'm talking about at some point in your life. (laughs) At some point in your life, did you ever blow some bubbles? If you haven't, 
do yourself a favor. This weekend, go to the dollar store and get you some bubbles and blow you some bubbles. It'll change your life. Matter of fact, that's one of the times I used to see the orbs real good when I was blowing bubbles. I could see the colors of the auras when they would get around people and things when the bubbles would go up. But anyway, let me stay with the story. So the two-year-old is with his mama. They out back and doing what two-year-olds do. Mama's sitting on a little patio in the shade. He wants to go out, blow some bubbles. So every time he blow, he getting further and further away. So his mother said, come on back. Don't go, don't go too far. Stay over here blowing the bubble. He, you know, he going to make it his business to blow them bubbles. So he blowing the bubbles, blowing the bubbles. His mother's on the phone, but she's still watching him. Next thing you know, he's blowing the bubbles. And some of the bubbles go floating in the woods. So he go in the woods chasing the bubbles. Two years old, okay? So his mother says, hey, get back over here. He yells at his mom, bubbles. I don't care. Come from out of the woods over there. Get away from the fence. Blow them bubbles over here where I can see you. So he come on back. He blowing the bubbles. His mama's on the phone. Chit-chatting, talking. He, next thing you know, he done disappeared in the woods. So his mother gets up. She walks over. Didn't I tell you to get out of them woods? Get over here blowing the bubbles. He looks at his mama and he says, feet. What are you talking about? Feet. I know one thing. Blow them bubbles where I can see you and stop going over there near the woods. Stay away from the fence. So he blowing the bubbles. Blowing the bubbles again. His mama's on the phone. She looked back up. He back in the woods again. Get up this time. I'm so, get over here. You're going to go in the house. If you don't know how to listen, you're going to go, feet. What are you talking about? Feet. Listen, blow them bubbles here. Don't go over there. And if I tell you again, you're going to go in the house. So he does what any little two-year-old does. He starts crying. So he starts blowing the bubbles, blowing the bubbles. He's back in the woods again. His mother gets up. She walks over there. Okay, it's time to go. No, feet. She said, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Feet. So she said, your feet, feet. She's like, I don't, what are you saying? Feet. She squats down, looks at his feet. She don't see nothing. Then she said, let me squat down and see what he see. Because, you know, a two-year-old is kind of short. She squats down and she sees these feet. She 
grabs him and dials the police. The police come and they then found a missing lady from the senior citizen home who had Alzheimer's and had wandered off and they'd been looking for. And she's still alive. Saved the day because the little baby was blowing bubbles saying, feet, (laughs) feet. (laughs) Moral of the story, listen to the babies. So anyway, the daughter who had been looking for her mother forever, like it's a beautiful story. She was so thankful there was a reward out for her mother who was missing, who had wandered off from the nursing facility she was in. Uh, She just knew her mother was alive, and sure enough, her mother was alive. And thanks to this little boy who seen her feet. Saved the day. And she said her mother, even though she had become somewhat difficult with Alzheimer's, she loved children. And they showed a beautiful picture, I'm sure you can Google it, of her hugging him. And she said, come here, baby, give me some love. And he gave her a big old hug, a big old hug. So it was a very sweet story. (laughs) So when your two-year-old is telling you stuff that don't make sense, listen, pay attention. (laughs) I got some more stories, but we're not going to talk about them today. (laughs) We're not going to talk about them, but I wanted to bring that up for the babies, the story about the babies, the story about the babies and the feet, and of course, about the bubbles, because it's no doubt that them bubbles were floating in that direction because of the aura, because of her aura, and it took him straight, 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 straight to where Granny was laying in the woods. So, I just wanted to let y'all know, and if you haven't played with bubbles in a while, maybe you'll see some feet, you know, play with some bubbles. You don't know what may show, (laughs) what's going to show up when you're playing with some bubbles. Mm -hmm. You just don't know. Just don't know. Look at somebody coming in the room talking about, hi, beautiful people. You know what? I'm going to leave it at that. But we're going to get ready to go to the phone lines, 515-605-9794 is the number to call. Press 1 once you get on the phone lines. And uh, we're going to go to the phone lines now. Let's see. (laughs) Can some bubbles, hey. Listen, uh, Jay Banks, I would say go try it. Get you some bubbles. You may have a spark of light while you're blowing bubbles. A spark of light. Mm-hmm. A spark of light and some feet. <laughs> you may get them both. <laughs> hmm. 
<laughs> Come back and let us all know. Let us all know. Let's go to the caller calling in. It looks like, is this Michael? Did I say it correctly? Peace and greetings. Who's on the line, please? Hello? I don't think they talking. So we're going to put them down. Oh, you know what? I didn't play Baby Blue anyway. So we need to do that. Let's 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 listen to some Baby Blue. <laughs> la 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 Marinex. Hey, this is Baby Blue. And remember, if nothing else moves you, life will. It is so true. Say it with me. If nothing else moves you, life will. If nothing else moves you, life will. Mhm. Mhm. Well, listen, we're going to try to go to the callers, but if y'all don't have nothing to say, we could. Let's see. Let's go to the caller. Uh Uh-oh. Let me open this up a little bit more. Let's open this up a little bit more. Yep. So there you go, calling in 515-605-9794 is the number to call. Press 1 once you get on the phone lines as well. But, yeah, I wanted to kind of share that with everybody. I thought I thought you all would get a, a nice, a nice, enjoyable uh, little, yeah, nice, enjoyable thing out of that. But here's what we're going to do. We're going to listen to some music. And then we're going to come back and we're going to go straight to the phone line. So let me see what we got here. Mm. I think this is it. Thank you. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit of vibes for us here. Speck of light. Third eye. And also, I want to invite you all to definitely, when you get a chance, to go to Astro Magic over on Clubhouse. Um, did a couple of rooms over there lately um, as well that has lots of good information um, in them as well. So I want to invite you all to go over there and definitely check that out as well. Mm-hmm. Felt like a movie. I love it. Felt like an intro to a movie. And I'm, we're going to go to the phone lines, but hey, if, if you all just are enjoying to be here, that's fine. But press one. I don't know if the board is not working or not, but press one if you have a question. You want to come on, you know, got a lot of specks of light going on around. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. mm. And Priestess Trin just made an announcement in the Blue Room. She says Planet Remix playlist on Spotify has been updated so that you can continue to listen to all the great tunes Miss Blues plays every week. Thank you for that again, Priestess Twin, Twin, Priestess Trin. And also uh, let us know that what we need to connect with over on Spotify uh, to get to it. And we do have a raise hand. I believe it's Michael. Let's see. Peace and greetings. Hello. Peace and greetings. If you're talking, we can't hear you. Yeah, we can't hear you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can't hear them. For some reason, that is not coming through clear. I don't know if someone else is on the phone lines who wants to come up. Let's see if we can, if we can hear. Um, we're going to try it again. Let's go to 4048. Greetings. Hey, greetings. Can you hear oh, me? Oh, hey, Priestess Erica. Yes, we can hear you. <laughs> hey, I was, I was like, let me press one to see if it's a thing or if it's just something else. Okay. Okay. But uh, but the show really, really, really resonated. Like even Ben Carson and his vision, you know, his his vision issues and it being yeah. imagination, you know, mm. and how it tied to his imagination. Yes. Powerful. Um, I have, I have. That was a very powerful story. I haven't seen the documentary, but uh, oh, you have to watch it, Erica. <laughs> it's I feel like I've seen it now. Like I feel like I've seen it. What you say? But I'll I'll still I'll still watch it. I'll still watch it. But then you know what? How they have the documentaries where I think you could do a whole nother, like a whole other thing, like the blue vision of it. (laughs) Because I know when I see it. I'm going to be like, okay, like I get the part, but it's usually less colorful if I listen to your um, take on it and then I watch it. But then if I watch it and hear it, it's like getting the, like Shakespeare, how they had like the cleft notes and all of that. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, y'all get the Miss <laughs> Blue version of it. You get yeah. the Miss Blue version of it sometimes, that version. But, yeah, yeah. But why? It, ma- it was magical. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It was <laughs> very magical. It, it mm-hmm. Oh, Go no ahead. problem. But it, it, it tied back even when he, when he thought he – like when he was making bad grades and when he found out it was his vision. And yeah. you remember when you told me that uh, eye injury I had went back to childhood. And mm. when I went to the retina specialist, they was like, this is not a new tear. And then the guy um, told me that even what I'm seeing is not necessarily what other people are seeing, but my, but the brain, the retina is a part of the brain and it, will put yeah. together images, like it will stitch images according to how I've experienced the world. So he was like, mm. we're pretty much navigating the same world, but seeing it differently. Wow. That, you know, that's, I'm so glad you came on, Erica, because that really speaks to this calibration of the third eye, because that's literally, mm-hmm. it's projected into the third eye. You know, um, and, and, and you just so beautifully summed that up from what you personally experience of being able to see, you know, and how you see the world totally different based on how your retina is really seeing things, you know, um, that kind of reminds me, um, I was talking about this on Clubhouse the other night that even if you're laying in bed, you're clock, your internal clock of syncing you with the world. So your circadian rhythm starts Mm -hmm. in the morning when your eyes, whether open or closed, identifies with the sun rays. I just thought that was so amazing. So technically, even though you're asleep, let's say you decide I'm not going to get up till 10 o'clock. When the sunlight hits your eyes, whether you're asleep or awake, it starts your circadian rhythm. Your day has started. (laughs) Your Mm -hmm. day has started. And when the sun sets, because these are the two most powerful times, this is why... um, even with the lucky blueprint, you have an AM and you have a PM. And so during the AM, you're going to get a lot of those rays of light to start your clock. And at night, late at night, you're going to get those rays when the sun is going down. Yes, and that's when you said that. That's made me think about the ray, like the sun ray. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So all of that has to do with your eyes, and it also has to do with your third eye as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's some powerful stuff. It's really powerful. Very magical, I would say. Very empowering and very magical. And I thank you so much, Priest mm-hmm. Erica, for coming up and giving us that sound check. Now people want to, everybody's raising their hands now. So, you know, but you <laughs> are free to say and talk because you're the first one to step up. So <laughs> okay. if you have okay. questions or anything. 
Um, yeah, like I, I'm telling you, you know that that whole unicorn thing had me on a thousand. Oh, <laughs> even with the with the kid, you know, like when you said with the kids and how even a kid innately like won't they they're very protective of the unicorn. Like if they they know mm-hmm. where they are, but they they be like the little girl on Instagram and they was like, where are the unicorns? Live? She was like, unicorns live in unicorn places. <laughs> she was, they're, they're very protective. But they, in in essence, like that part where you were talking about it, and and like the the third eye and the projection and the un, you know the unicorn, how that's something even children kind of fight for when they get a little ornery, little like agitated when they're losing that part, you know, and yes. and then we have to we grow up and our aim is to regain what we still mm-hmm. have, but it was just not as a parent, you know? So it's, this is just, yeah. been, it's been a really magical night. I've enjoyed, mm-hmm. I've enjoyed, I enjoyed the story. Oh, and I enjoyed well, thank the you. Thank you. Yeah. Because everything in that center that we're calling the third eye, that, that part, the vidra, as we say here on planet, mm-hmm. it has everything to do with wisdom, visualization, Self-reflection. So when you're doing self-reflection, you are connecting with that energy of the third eye, your wisdom, your intellect, your intuition. And then it's connected with so much of the physical body, your nose, your ears, your eyes, your mm-hmm. pineal and your pituitary gland and your brain. All of this is connected with the third eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, such wow. a major, major, major part of what the world needs, sort of upgrading, recalibration, and all of that, all of that energy. So, yeah, so beautiful. Thank you so much. Yeah, appreciate you, coming up. <laughs> all right. Peace and love. Hold the line. Peace and love. Wow, how beautiful, how beautiful. Let's go to, we're going to try, I believe it's Michael again. Is it Michael? Going once, going twice. There we go. We're going to go to the next caller. Calling in from area code 3176. 3176, you're live on Planet Remix. Please tell us who you are and where you're calling from. Hello. Hello. Greetings. Who's on the line, please? Hi, this is Shamira. How are you, Miss Blue? I'm amazing. How are you, Shamira? What a beautiful name. Thank you. I'm so surprised to get through today. (laughs) Listen, it must be your lucky day. (laughs) I think so. (laughs) You want to tell everyone, Shamira, where you're calling from? I'm calling from Indianapolis, Indiana. Okay. Is this your first time calling in? It is, yes. I've listened for a couple of years, but it's my first time calling in. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. And how can I help you? been working a lot on walking in my knowing and trusting my abundance and knowing that things are coming my way. But I've been finding that I'm in a standstill a little bit. And mm-hmm. I can feel it. I know things are coming. I've got contracts that I've submitted proposals for. Mm-hmm. And I'm a visual artist, so my practice is growing a lot. 
understand. My voice is shaking because I'm so nervous. You kind of you kind of skipped out a little bit, and I want to make sure everyone can hear you. You said you're a what now? I'm a visual artist. Ah, and tell us what that means. Um, for me, my practice is interdisciplinary, so I study plants a lot and. Mm-hmm. I um, use the imagery from botany and plants to um, communicate with my audience, my viewers. Um, I make murals. Sorry, I'm a little nervous. Um, I paint murals in public art and paintings on paper. That's amazing. And what was the title you gave yourself? You said, I'm a visual artist? Uh, Interdisciplinary visual artist. Uh, Interdisciplinary visual artist. I'm processing. Uh, Interdisciplinary visual artist. So this is what I want you to do for me. We're going to do some real-time magic right here. I want you to hmm, tell me in everyday language what you do I paint murals and paintings about plants and herbalism and tell me why you do it I find a lot of joy and peace and calm and connection when I'm working in my garden Um, I feel connected to my grandparents to my family I feel connected to nature. Um, it relaxes me, and I feel like I get to that zero point when I'm outside working, working in my garden. In your garden. And I'd love to share that with other people, yes. Mm-hmm. And so how do you share it with other people? I share it through, well, right now I'm studying. Um, so I'm studying botany on my own, studying plants and trying to learn as much as I can. But when I'm not studying, I, I create abstract geometric, um, <laughs> I'm so nervous, <laughs> abstract <laughs> geometric, <laughs> abstract geometric, I'll call them diagrams um, okay. that will show like the architecture of a plant, um, And then sometimes I'll go into an explanation of um, what that plant is used for or Mm -hmm. um, something like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so where did this love come from? Or maybe I should ask this question. Which love came first? And say your name again, because I'm I'm Miss Blue going to get this one right. I really love your name. Say it again. Thank you. Shamira. Shamira. So where did this love come from or which love came first? Love of plants or love of painting, drawing, creating? Which one? Oh, that's a good question. I think it's probably going to be my love of plants. Mm -hmm. And I say that because I've looked back through some old family photos and I've saw some from when I was probably two or three years old and I'm working in the garden with my grandmother 
or my great grandmother, mm-hmm. and I spent a lot of time with her. So I know that was something yeah. that I really enjoyed doing before I yeah. even knew about you know, art or drawing or anything like that. Yeah. And so how do you offer your services to people? Typically a commission. Um, they might find me through word of mouth or a website, and they'll contact me to create something for their organization. I usually work for other companies doing commissions for uh, private individuals. Mm-hmm. And what kind of work do you do? Just murals for them or what? A lot of murals, mostly public art. Um, I just did a big public art installation at a museum, so it's my biggest one yet, and I was really nervous about it, but I think it's probably a good thing. Um, mm-hmm. So things like that, that's where I'm moving into. Mm-hmm. I love that. And so what have you found to be the most rewarding and satisfying thing for you personally when you are connected with the energy of the plant? and painting find the most rewarding situations are when i'm sitting outside and um, i often meditate um, in front of my container garden Um, so i'll sit outside and meditate and just get to that zero point and something that i'm thinking about will just instantly happen um, like mm. For example, I was thinking about a farm that I would love to have someday, and yeah. a dairy truck just drove right past me, and <laughs> moments like that are things that I love. Um, yeah. I would love to be able to share some of that magic through my artwork, and mm-hmm. I hesitate a little bit in putting so much of it out there, but that's what I would love to do. And. Why do you think you hesitate so much? What I'm doing is I'm bringing you in, and I know you're having them because I can read your energy. You're having sparks of light even as you're speaking. But keep going because this is good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I hesitate. I hesitate, I think, because I still feel like a student. I think I'll always be learning. I'll always be a lifelong learner. Um, Oh, yeah. But I still feel like I have a lot to learn myself before I teach anyone else anything. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Hold all of that. And so I want you to tell me what your question is. How can I assist you? Sure. So given all of, all of that, mm-hmm. um, I've had some some big projects, some big rewards, I guess you could say, uh, with um, big projects and great opportunities. And this year I've been preparing to move forward and and keep growing in my art practice, but I'm finding myself financially in a standstill in a holding pattern, uh, waiting mm-hmm. to hear back and get answers on things. And I've had some big losses. I lost transportation recently and I'm just kind of waiting and I'd like to hear if there's anything I could do differently. Um, I've been meditating and trying to be faithful and patient, uh, but mm-hmm. I'm wondering if there's something that I'm missing. Mm-hmm. It is, actually. It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me see what I can give you right here. 
Um, but I want to tell you this, you're, you're really in the perfect place. And I will tell you this, I'm going to tell you this up. Um, um, sh- sh- Shamira. Shamira, like a mirror. Shamira. Yeah. You hear that, right? Shamira. Yeah. All right, Shamira, I'm going to tell you this. First of all, I would love for you to contact me, email me, because I would love to commission you to do some plants for me. Oh, that would be wonderful. That's number one, right? I'm going to tell you that first because I want to put my dubs in <laughs> before I tell you this <laughs> next thing. So thing. <laughs> Number one, I need you to change your perspective. And this is what I want you to say. I get it. It's a very humbling thing to say, I don't think I know enough. I'm still a student. That's, you know, I respect it because I feel that way. Believe it or not, even doing this, I don't even know a drop in the bucket of what there is to know. And I always take the seat of the student, even when I'm the teacher, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So all of yes. you are my teachers and I am the student. And you, Planet Remix has done a wonderful job of teaching me, of teaching me um, every scenario, every kind of case, just when I think I have a love of just doing energy work, you guys have brought scenarios and situations that have taken me throughout this journey all throughout. And I'm excited to learn every single day. But on the other hand, I enjoy teaching. I love teaching because it helps me to become a better student. In fact, when we're learning something, you should really learn as if you had to share it, if you had to teach it to someone else. Because you're going to be paying attention, you're going to be more engaged in it. Because you know, wow, I get to share this with someone else. And you get to learn it for yourself. So that's like giving yourself a test, you know, checking your Mm -hmm. work. Right? Um, to do right, that. So, so one, true. I want you to feel as though you will be forever learning, and that's beautiful that you want to learn. But also, a big part of your calling, and you know this, is to share, mm-hmm. is to give. Because if you just take everything and you just keep it inside Shamira, eventually it will start to turn on you. It will start to do the opposite. You will start to lose love, start to lose passion because you're not sharing enough. But I also get the insecurity of what if people don't like it? What if someone says, well, that's not right? Like, that's not what a damn dandelion looks like. What are you drawing? (laughs) (laughs) And where did you get that from? You understand? So... Um, but, but also you have a very special connection with plants and literally they talk to you through signs and symbols and this information is how (laughs) you translate it and no one else can give us that translation in the world, but you, and you won't give it, (laughs) you won't give it. 
So what I want you to do is to really sit down and think about what it is that you do because that beautiful, fancy textbook explanation is not what you're doing at all. Mm-hmm. That's what you learned, and you're taking yeah. that information and knowledge, and that has become a part of your foundation, but that's not what you're doing at all. And that's a part of the problem, because anytime you go to explain that to someone, it becomes like Charlie Brown. You know how they used to talk? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's literally what it sounds like, and you're uncomfortable saying it. When really you're more of an intuitive artist who uses the plant world to express what's going on in the world today. Yes, that's exactly. That's exactly it. You're right. (laughs) Yeah. And your mules have brought healing, laughter, and joy to anyone who sees it. That's why people like to commission you for murals because it changes the frequency when you immediately lay eyes on it. That's a part of your magic. That's a part of what you bring. Your story is important from you being in the garden to your great-great-grandmother to you having your own garden now. And many of the ups and downs that you've gone through in your life that really where you were able to find your peace and harmony in the garden and through the arts. So this is medicine. This is healing, you know, for anyone who comes in contact with you and to understand your process. Because it has brought you from some very, very dark places, often like seeds in the ground start out before they germinate. They're in a very Mm -hmm. dark place. But the highest evolution of a plant is the flower. That is when the flower is in its God state. And you have been through this evolution, but you've got to let go of who you used to be so you can be who you are now. You keep thinking something in the future is waiting for you. You've got to claim it all at this moment now. And you start by doing that now. And a big part of that is really just being in that state of gratitude, being in that state of honor, being in that state of um, receiving Right. Mhm. Mhm. That makes total sense. Mhm. So, mhm. I'm writing all of this down. Thank you, Miss Blue. That's good. I want you to listen. You can go back and hear the recording, but I need you That's to be ready. So I want you to get a whole new definition for yourself of what you really do and be able to allow yourself the freedom. A big part of what you came back in this world to do is to be a free spirit. Mm -hmm. So you have to find the words 
but your words are going to come through your feelings and that divine light, those sparks that you get. And I want you to rewrite your bio of what you do. Got it. Yeah. You are a gentle healer. And you do that through the mortality of nature. Nature is your attunement. That's the attunement. You carry a high vibration. I hope that you have the lucky blueprint. I think so. I believe I listened to that show where you discussed it. And, yes. You went and got it because you would know if you had it because it's worth to be done. I don't have it. No, I don't have it. Yeah. Well, you may want to check that out for the lucky blueprint. Um, The details are in the show notes there. But that's that's that. But I really see that things are going to open up for you, and you're really the perfect person to call into this show because this is about the spark of light. And I want to ask you what really made you want to – hmm – call in tonight? Mm. There were quite what a few things, actually. Light? Mm-hmm. Oh, the spark of light. Um, one thing was a family member recently passed away, and we're, we just had our family gathering today, mm-hmm. and the repatting funeral are tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes family meeting with family can bring up the past and some doubts and insecurities. Mm -hmm. And I thought, no, I've been thinking about calling in for the past at least two weeks. And it just felt like, felt like the right time to do it. And you talked about Ben Carson too. So that felt like a a signal. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, first of all, my condolences. That's never an easy thing to deal with a loved one making their transition. But I want you to know when you go to the repass that you allow the old you to pass and bring this new, very much healed and alive Shamira and allow her to give birth tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Bring that person. Make a commitment to love yourself and love yourself some more because you're not the same person that you used to be. And you can let all of those things go. It's not about who's right, who's wrong, who did what or how it happened, but it's about you giving yourself a chance to move forward. But I need you to love yourself now, not in the future. So homework exercise, before you go to sleep, you're gonna write three sentences to yourself about how you love yourself. A love letter to you. Got it. 
Yeah. See some pretty yeah. amazing things. If you can capture the energy of now. So take all of those feelings. If you can go get the lucky blueprint, definitely do that. Download it. Start working with it for 44 days. But capture everything that you think your future is. How would you feel if it's happening right now? Hold that energy and work with that energy now. Not in the future. Remember, the thoughts you think today, feelings you think today, is creating your tomorrow. You have to be able to hold the energy now. Got it. Yes, ma'am. And then when you get a chance, email me at question for blue. I would love to see your work. And if you want to put it out there, you can definitely um, go to the remix page on Instagram, comment under the show post tonight so people can know who you are and we can see your work. Planet Remix always loves to support. Thank you so, so much. You're so welcome. (laughs) All right. Peace and love. Thank you. Have a good night. You too. Okay. How beautiful. How beautiful. Let's go to the next caller calling in from area code 3023. 3023, you're live on Planet Remix. Please tell us who you are. Hello and where you're calling from. My name is Wayne. I'm calling from Dover, Delaware. Okay, what's your name? It is Wayne, W-A-Y-N-E. Wayne, greetings, Wayne. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I've been listening to your show for the last uh, maybe four or five months. Um, Mm. A close friend of mine, close friend of mine uh, gave me um, the information um, on YouTube. And um, okay. I Beautiful. just felt, man, yeah, Miss Blue, I just felt a, 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 a strong energy. I, I want to use the word powerful, mm. powerful mm. energy, um, listening to you. And um, so I'm over here in Delaware. Right now it is 1 o'clock in the morning. And mm-hmm. uh, I wasn't sure, I wasn't sure how I can, how I can make the connection to um, get on the phone, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, I, I, I was downstairs watching TV, and and I decided to come upstairs. And my my spirit said, "Why don't you call Miss Blue number?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I was ready to appear and finish turning on, watching what I was watching downstairs. Yeah, and it was so amazing. So what I've been doing really is listening to what my spirit is saying for me to do, and yeah. it has been amazing. Um, mm-hmm. On my, um, uh, I don't know if I, you know, the word intuitive um, um, uh, is is like on point. Uh, 
So I was mm-hmm. listening to what you were saying. I came in when you were talking about um, um, letting go of uh, a relationship. You know, you're feeling it in your spirit, and yeah. and I, and I heard I heard the part where you were saying about what are you rehearsing? Yeah. Um, what are you meditating on? Um, it's 24 hours in a day. Why 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 don't you? Why aren't you spending at least 15 or 20 minutes doing that, right? Yes. And everything that you said, you know, is what's been resonating in my spirit. Beautiful. But but what I've been doing is just keeping myself uh, uh, distracted, you know, keeping myself busy, you know, like doing other things. But everything you said tonight was just confirmation because that's what's been rising up in my spirit over the past uh, several months. Mm, Uh, Beautiful. But uh, the question that I do have for you is that um, my oldest son was murdered about 12 years ago. He was murdered 12 years ago, exactly August 18th. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been ten years. Ten years ago, uh, mm-hmm. August eighteenth. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I have six sons, but uh, me and my oldest son was my best best friend. Um, mm-hmm. I miss him so dearly. Yeah. Uh, on the eighteenth, I turned the TV off <laughs> in the family room. And I walked away, and the TV started blinking. The white light kept blinking. And I said, what's going on with this? So, so I walked back to the TV with the remote, mm-hmm. and I hit the button. The TV comes on. So I yeah. know it was turned off. I know the right. TV was turned off. So I, I, I hit the button, the power button, turned it off. I walked away, and it was blinking like two, three times the white light at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, that's fine, Moses. Um, <laughs> that was his name. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, that's fine, Moses. Um, so, you know, around my mm-hmm. home, um, you know, sometimes I feel that energy. Um, here. Of course, of course he's with he's you. Um, Definitely. Um, still very much alive in spirit. Um, tell mm-hmm. me, how can I assist you? You want to uh, talk to your son? Yeah, yeah. I I do want to talk to him um, because I can feel him here. Yeah. Um, I also want to say that I lost another son who's 19 years old in 2001, mm. and um, he was murdered. Um, Mm-hmm. This guy, you know, they don't fight fear. Um, don't, um, yeah, yeah, you don't have to tell me the details. I was going to tell you, um, yeah. I do see a gentleman standing here with another gentleman standing next to him, one taller than the other. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. it looks like these are two sons or either maybe a friend, because I see in one of the cases, one was a friend. Um, it was more than mm-hmm. one person that that was murdered in the case, correct? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So this yeah. is this is your boys, um, both mm-hmm. standing. 
and um, immediately um, just beautiful smiles on their face for you, their mother, um, who they love so much. And your oldest son is saying, you were the best mother in the world, the best mother he could have asked for. But they both are agreeing that they just didn't listen to you. <laughs> okay. Um, because there was warnings that you gave both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, one for where he was constantly going and hanging out. Right. The other one for the people he was around. Yeah. So they both know that. But here's something um, I'm going to share with you. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone has a limited time to be here. Mm-hmm. There is only so many ways to get out of the body. And many of us have been here many, many lifetimes, and we have done many, many different things. And it's always difficult when we lose someone or someone loses someone in a tragic way, in a tragic Mm -hmm. way. No matter what the circumstances are, it's tough. It's tough. Right. And especially for a mother. Mm-hmm. But your sons are letting you know that they love you so much. And mm-hmm. you are the very best mother that they could have asked for. And your youngest son, the one you just recently lost, one of your younger boys, mm-hmm. is saying, he's the tall one. He's the tallest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, yeah. He's showing me he's the taller one, yeah. He's saying mm-hmm. that there was nothing you could have done that would have stopped it because he thinks that's important for you to know. I was just talking to someone about that, Miss um, Blue, yeah. because I was. My youngest son told me that um, his brother had a dream that he was going to be murdered, got shot, and I said, "I wish he had told me because I would have prayed yeah. or I would have talked to him." He said it wouldn't. It. It wouldn't have been nothing you could have done different. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Nothing you could have done different. The other thing that he would have said, he's saying, is that you're planning on, or you had planned, I think you kind of put the plans down, moving at one time. Mm-hmm. I did move. I moved out of the city mm-hmm. um, after they murdered, after they, yeah. Okay, so you did move, okay, because mm-hmm. he's bringing up the move and saying, yes, please move. Please mm-hmm. move. They wanted you to move. They wanted you mm-hmm. to go somewhere different, to be mm-hmm. in a different environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they both are saying it's nothing you could have done um, around that. Mm-hmm. And so you said you had a total of six boys. Bless you. Six boys, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes. Boy. And your dad, your dad is deceased. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, and it, it was, because uh, I've always been independent, you know, it, 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 it took a toll on them, you know, not yes. having their dad, you know. Yes. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I did the best, you know, that I could. Yeah, you did an amazing job and still doing an amazing job with your son. How old is your youngest? 17? Uh, my youngest now is, um, he's about 30, 35, I believe. I can't keep up with the ages. Wait, the youngest is 35? Who Do you have grandkids? I have, I have great-grandchildren. I'm 68. Yeah. So who's seventeen? So who is seventeen? A grandson. Does someone have a birthday coming up or a birthday because they are they are mentioning Mm -hmm. seventeen and I see this with the son, so this is someone's Mm -hmm. son. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a grand it's a grand uh coming up um on um but I have a uh he's going to be uh I believe he's gonna be eight, but his birthday is on the twenty second. I have I have about five grandchildren whose birthdays are on the twenty second. Mm-hmm. Uh January twenty second, February twenty second, yeah um, June, yeah, running like that. And I mm-hmm. and I have I left out my daughter. I have one daughter that's um she's about thirty three. She's thirty three. Mm-hmm. So six boys and one girl. Six boys and one girl, yeah. Anyone turning seventeen? Any of I their children? I can't I can't remember right now. Just hold but, that um, thought because they are mentioning this. 17. So it may be something later. It's not totally coming through completely clear. Um, Even though your boys are very clear, they are. um, And by the way, they have a whole slew of friends and family on the other side with them. Um, uh, That's that's there with them. But they are definitely sending love to the family and love to you and they can hear you. And the other thing they want you to do is please stop celebrating the day they were killed, murdered, whatever you want to call it, left the planet and start Mm -hmm. celebrating their birthday. All right. Okay. Yeah. All spirits have been asking to do that. Do not put so much emphasis Mm -hmm. The day they left because they want you to celebrate their life. And even mm-hmm. though they was some rocky times in there, they wouldn't trade you for a mother, no mother in the world. The mm-hmm. best mother in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thank you. Thank you so very much um, for the work that you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Before you go, are you planning on taking a trip? Uh, I am planning on taking a trip. Um, mm-hmm. I was going to Las Vegas um, mm-hmm. 
but I'm canceling that. Mm-hmm. Um, that was going to be in October, but I have, I'm canceling that because that was a trip with the person I was in a relationship with that wasn't mm-hmm. working. Okay. And my spirit was saying, don't go on that trip. Don't, mm-hmm. you know, I just had, it was a, a series of things that were going on, um, and, you know, in the relationship, you know, um, one of them, one of them was that uh, I lost a pair of sunglasses that belonged to my oldest son. Yes. Um, yes. I was with that person. I've had those, they were priceless. And then I lost a necklace <laughs> that I've had for over 15 years. Mm-hmm. And it was just a lot of, you know, it was just a lot of stuff that, that was happening that I've never experienced before. And I take notice of things like that, you know, yeah. who I'm around, what's going on, what energy. And uh, it's just my spirit was saying, nah, uh, don't stay there. Don't. Yeah. Well, I think you have enough um, people who you know that you love, whether it's a girl's trip and just to do something for yourself. I think you've dedicated mm-hmm. so much time to everyone else. It's time for you to get and be about the business of learning how to love Wayne. How does Wayne love Wayne? Yeah. And take some time for yourself. Invest in you. You know, go spend mm-hmm. the day at a spa. You know, go, you know, treat yourself. You still need to take a trip, even if it's locally. Okay. To do something for you that you normally do not give yourself a chance to do. Right, right. Yeah, because I've been, um, you know, raising the six boys and my daughter and taking care of everybody else and spending money on everybody else. That's right. You need to invest in you and spend some time Mm -hmm. with you. And the relationship, trust your instinct, because this mm-hmm. was you out of desperation, just wanting to be with someone, which is nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. Absolutely mm-hmm. nothing wrong. But again, this is, I want you to take that as some sign. You know, I'm not going to go into this because you've already made a commitment to separate yourself from this person. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a great idea. Yeah. A great idea. Yeah, it was a, it was a series of things that were being broke in the house. And I'm like, what is going on, you know? They call they call themselves straightening up a, a mirror, and uh, they straightened it up and it fell off the wall. And I'm like, what what's going on? Mm-hmm. It was just things like that that were going on, and I'm like, yeah, what is this? Well, here's the thing that I also want you to know is that mm-hmm. let me see how I can say this to you, Wayne. I I trust that whoever told you to listen, they let you know Miss Blue going to give it to you. No chaser. Right. Yeah. Also know 
that you cannot build a man. And so you tend to want to control situations. So you pick someone where if you cannot control the situation, what you can provide and offer will control the situation. That's the recipe for disaster. Can you say that again? I said, okay, let me say it another way. (laughs) You can't build a man. Mm-hmm. And I get it. You're. It's not about money. It's not right. you. It's not. It really mm-hmm. is someone who generally cares for you and you care for them. And the rest doesn't matter to you. And what I'm telling you is you have a tendency to want to be in control. I sure do. Mm-hmm. So that control allows you to go look for men that you know, one, you have more than them, and you mm-hmm. have more money, and that's going to give you control. Mm-hmm. And I'm letting you know that's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. And, you know, Ms. Blue, I acknowledge that because I saw that pattern in my past. Mm-hmm. I saw that pattern in my past that I would well, gravitate towards. You did it again, and you're 68. When we going to stop the pattern, sis? Yeah, but, 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 sis, not with this last person. This person, have, they were financially stable. They're good, you know? But, but, so but I had to take say, a call. So they say mm-hmm. we know financially stable is not just about how much money you have. Yeah. I, I really had to take a pause. You, 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 you're one hundred percent. I really had to take a pause on that because sometimes that thought would come in my head, you know, about this guy, you know. But then I take a pause, you know, to say no, you know, no, Wayne, because where you're at, they're not, you know. And I saw not only in a, in in a, in a in an intimate romantic relationship, but also how I pick my friends too. That's right. And it's always a recipe for disaster. It is. It is. It's a recipe for disaster. And so I know you miss your boys, but this call is not really about them. This is about you. Mm -hmm. Because you know you're connected to them, and you know they are around you. I do know they are around you. It's about you because what you're being asked to do is to change and you don't want to do that. But spirit is giving you an opportunity to grow here. You have to really, really do some internal work on you and you have the time and you see you're in the perfect season because now Mm -hmm. we can work on ourselves not mm-hmm. through trauma, but through love. Yeah, you can love time. yourself yeah. into healing. You don't have to yeah. destroy and go into the darkness. And you don't have right. to destroy yourself and kill yourself and come yeah. back alive in order to live. We no longer Let's have to do that. I'm fighting with everything that I have to do. Yeah. I am. And I you really have am. to. When you agree and promise to stop 
fighting and start mm-hmm. learning how to love you. The first thing you can do, what I always recommend for everyone, is you need to go get you a notebook. Or if you have a notebook, you need to start a love me book. And I want you okay. to go back to your earliest memories of when you first trusted yourself and write it down. Okay. And day by day, put something in there every single day until you get caught up to how old you are now. Okay. And really get into some self-love work because self-love work, the foundation, what's at the root is how you talk to yourself. And honestly, I'm looking at you. I'm reading your hologram. You don't talk to yourself very nicely. Mm-hmm. You've yeah, got to learn to love. You have to love yourself. And it starts with how you talk to yourself. All the other things are beautiful. Getting your hair done, nails done, spending time, all of that is good. But it has to be on a solid foundation. And that solid foundation is how do you talk to yourself, that conversation. Mm-hmm. What does it sound like? What is, are you saying, oh, you are so amazing. And you're doing a great job today. You have to start talking to yourself. You have to get into that softer, loving voice with yourself. Okay. Okay. And then you have to do something that you have taught your children. You got to stop looking for love in all the wrong places. Mm-hmm. And start looking towards yourself. Learn how to love you because you're at a different stage in your life. Mm-hmm. You have the time to love you. Yeah. You've got to start investing in loving you and yeah. getting to know yourself all over again. What kind of things mm-hmm. you like? What do you enjoy doing? What makes you feel safe? There you go. That's confirmation. This is why I'm well, good. I couldn't go to sleep tonight. <laughs> I needed to get on the phone. Well, good. I'm glad you got on the phone and sending you and the whole family lots of love. Lots of love. Ashe. Ashe. Peace and love. And love to your friend who passed Planet Remix on to you, too. Yeah, I will. I will let her know that I got the <laughs> All right. Peace and love. Thanks for calling me. How beautiful. How beautiful. Let's go to the next caller calling in from area code 4698. 4698. You're lying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Man. Who's on the line? Okay. Hello? Four six nine eight. Hello. Oh, hello. Can you hear hello? me? Yes, we can. Yeah. And you got a lot of noise going on in the background. Oh, I'm, I'm going out. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can. Who's on the line? Wow, I got online. This is uh, Nick. Greetings, Nick. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from uh, Hawaii. 
Okay, what part? You you on the Big Island? Yeah, I'm on uh I'm in uh, Honolulu. Okay, well greetings, Nick <laughs> from Honolulu. Wow, this is amazing. First, I just want to say uh, I appreciate I appreciate you. You have uh, man along the, along my path, like you have been at like a like crossroads, couple mm. crossroads for me. Yeah. Well, thank you. So thank I just send in, definitely send in, send, in, send in love. Not only just <laughs> for me, but for other people that I, that I've sent your way too. I've been oh, able yeah. to pass and let them hear you. So yeah, respect. Yeah, thank you, Nick. How can I help you today, Nick? <laughs> Ooh, I, oh, wow, there's a lot going on. But uh, but one thing I would like to um I would like to like so a friend of mine uh she passed. And mm-hmm. I would like to know if uh, she was like my mentor. She was my mentor, my mentor, mm-hmm. my spiritual mentor. And I would like to, uh, if she, like, see if she has anything to, if she want to communicate, if she has a message for me. Okay. All right. Well, let's see if we can get her here. Let me ask you a question. Um, did she, because I keep hearing, I kept hearing this word, soon as you came on, did she pass of cancer, please? Yeah. Yeah. This yes. is her. This is her. Oh. Um, I guess <laughs> not many people knew that. Um, but, um, yeah. So this is her. She is definitely around and uh, definitely around you and lots of people. Um and she's smiling right now, so wow. totally, totally came through with that. And she says that in such an honest way because she's saying, um, soon as you started talking, uh, she started showing up and started saying cancer. You know, I passed with cancer. Wow. But it, it yeah. was her choice okay. to go away. Um, yeah. It was her choice at that time because she had some situations that happened to her, which really brought her into spirituality that had to do with her and a child when she was very young. Uh, And that was a wound that she was forever working on nurturing and healing. Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Oh, man. I just want I hope she just know that I, like, I never, I love her, and I'm just, she's just, she played a pivotal role in my life. Oh, yeah. And I wish that she could meet my current girlfriend. Oh. I want to, can she see her? Can she see my current girlfriend? You you talked to my current girlfriend. Oh, have I? Ooh, I love it. You have. You have. Okay. You have. Zanaya. Her name's Zanaya. Yeah, you have. She's in Japan. The one in Japan, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Stop. Stop for a minute. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Okay. I got it. I got it. She was just telling me something, and you were t- talking at the same time. Normally, I can do them both, but she's just extra clear, I guess, because she was a <laughs> I guess because yeah, she was so tapped in when she was here. So she's just extra yeah, she clear. Was. So, so she's saying yes, yes, yes. And yes, 
she can see. And yes, she does know. And she's, this is what she's saying. And I guess this is something you know. Because one of the things that she taught you, she's acknowledging you finally got it. I don't know what that is. I got is. it. I don't feel like I got it. I don't know what it is because I don't feel like I'm, maybe, says, maybe if I heal myself, I'll be able to receive it. Maybe if I heal No, she says you got it. You just have to uh-huh. make a choice that you're going to, that's what you really are going to stand on. It's really what hmm. you're about. So that's hmm. that's the difference. And she's also saying you can't keep doing the same things and being around the same people and think that things will change. Mm. Mm. But and I feel alone though. I don't get it. I'm trying to I'm trying to balance. I'm trying mm-hmm. to balance out. Mhm. <sighs> That's what I'm mm-hmm. having trouble with. Is is assimilating and so, integrating like Right. Because you haven't fully committed. If you fully commit it to you then you can fully commit to anything you choose to commit to. Commitment is always going to be challenging when we don't commit to ourselves. And you haven't made commitments to yourself. So it's hard for you to stay committed in a relationship or anything, friendship, any of these ships. It's going to be challenging because you haven't committed to you. But here's the truth. You have made a commitment. It's just not what you say your heart wants you to commit to. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the only difference. And I, you know, Zania is, you know, that's a sweetheart. So I just know you better be in alignment because that's a pure-hearted sister. So, yeah, she I'm is. Yeah, you. she is. You don't want to get messed up. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to get messed up in these cosmic streets now. <laughs> yeah, nah, nah. I'm, I'm, I'm having an internal battle with this, uh, mm-hmm. where I stand. In this, in this, um, where I stand, like in the military, and just trying to, like, oh man, just. My voice, yeah. where is my inner voice and where my, right. my, my well, integrity, well, my pride? The and but, but the thing is not so much about where you stand in the military. This is about you trying to fight for something you're not sure you're even fighting for. Don't let distraction people who don't have the guts to live their life unapologetically talk you out of creating your best life. Mm. 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 Know that You have acknowledged who you are spiritually. 
And that goes with everything and anything you touch becomes spiritual, not the other thing around, not the other way around. Sometimes we think a title, a position, a place in the world, doing a particular thing is what makes us spiritual. No, you would be spiritual if you was laying outside on the street unconscious of who you were. So don't let someone trick you out of your divinity of building something greater than what anyone else can imagine. Hmm. And contrary to popular belief, spirituality and poverty is not in the same category. Yes, yes, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Oh, they're not in the same category. So okay. I would say stay committed to what you say you're committed to because there is a bigger picture here. When you started this journey, there was a big picture. Yes. Don't be distracted along the way by someone else's dream for you that they can't make happen for themselves and try to punk you into giving up something they don't have the guts to even achieve. Hmm. Hmm. Because nothing, no one and no title can stop you from being who you are. And you already know that. Yes. Wow. That's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. You Hmm. already know the big picture. See, sometimes what happens is we only want to do what makes us feel good in the moment. And even though we're supposed to be doing things that make us feel good, I'm an advocate of that. But it takes discipline and dedication to be in your God-Goddess consciousness. Now, if you just want to be merely a human with your spiritual body walking around on earth, then you can just do what makes you feel good. But if you are about really building a legacy... If you are really about creating, if you are really about being at your highest spiritual potential, then dedication and discipline have to come with that. And sometimes it may not feel good in the moment, but when you look at the big picture, Oh, my goodness. It is amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. I say. I say. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say, Nick. 
Nick said, I say. So be it. So it is. Yeah. That's it. So let everybody laugh yeah. and have a good time, run around, run themselves out while you are steadily building your big picture. I got a question too. So yeah. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to understand the meta nature. What could I okay. do to connect with the uh, connect with the author or connect with the book? Because I'm having trouble like connect like just getting the understanding of what I'm reading. It's not mm-hmm. like I'm. It's like I'm just reading, but it's not. I'm not seeing my voice in or seeing my or just I'm trying to integrate it into my spirit. I don't. And, well. There is many ways. I think you're talking about the book Shechem Um Shechem or Amin Ra wrote. Amin Ra, yes. Yes. Yeah. Ra Ra Nef Ramin. I forgot his name. Ramin. Yeah. 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 And uh, blessings to him as well, Um, which is a book I have. So tell me exactly what you're trying to get from the Metter Netter. Because there's many depictions and breakdowns of that. Are you trying to decipher the hieroglyphs? Are you wanting to just be able to be fluent and speak like you speak English? What is the big picture here for the Matter Netter? Well, the big picture for me, I'm trying to, well, I'm in searching to figure out how to find my voice. Mm. I'm trying to find my, I'm trying to find my voice and and if that makes sense, I don't know. I don't know how to say it. I'm trying to find my voice and where, like, where am I speaking from? Right. And when you I say where I don't see where I'm speaking, from, you mean are you speaking from your mind, your ego, your heart, your intuition, your higher self? Is this what you're talking about? Yes, like the whole of me. I want to speak from that place and mm-hmm. into and remember what I learned and bring it here in the present. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, definitely the Metter Netter can get you there, but also what can get you there is really finding what you love and really allowing yourself to dive in. First, it starts with loving yourself and know that every time you speak, you are speaking from you. And and, and here's another thing that's not a popular um, opinion. But it's really to move away from trying to force something to happen because you're not going to get around the work that you need to do. You're not going to get around the experience you need to have to remember. But one of the best ways to really entune yourself is to use your name and tune yourself when you first wake up in the morning and say it and drag your name Nick. So you can feel it all the way vibrating in your body because one of the things you have a hard time doing is staying inside your body. Yes. And this will keep you centered. This will keep you grounded in your body. And say your name until you can feel the vibration from the tips of your toes to the top of your head. And that's when you know you're going to know when you're in your flow, when you're in, you're in your energy. The other thing is really set the intention when you go to sleep at night. And you can ask, 
you know, you can ask the ancestors, your spirit guides, your higher self to really show you that vision. And then you have trust that everything you're doing is about, see, everything that we need to work on or want to work on in this life is from a past life. We're continuing the story. So that means you have to stay present everywhere you're at because you know that it is really a part of your destiny for you to be there. And while you're there, if you're present, then you're going to catch the signs and symbols that spirit is sending you so that you can speak. And then find what you're passionate about. Find what you love. And then you have to learn how to fall in love with you. Really fall in love with you and stop thinking everything has to be fixed with you. There's nothing wrong with you. Stop comparing your journey to someone else's journey. Stop comparing what you do to someone else. If you get outside of focusing on other people and start focusing on you, you're going to know when you hit what I like to call the sweet spot. You're going to know when the higher self steps in. This is what we mean when we say you got to do the work. Some people think the work is intellectual and you just remember shit and you just spit that shit back out and repeat what somebody else said. That's not the work. That means you're a parent. Anybody can do that. I ain't been doing the work. I feel like I've been doing the work. No, no, no. But look at you. I didn't say you. I didn't say you. I said some people. But you know what they say. If the shoe fits. Man, say a hit dog holler. Damn. That's right. Because I didn't say you. I said some people. <laughs> now, if you want to be a part, of, if you want to be part of that some, that's on you. But no, you are doing the work. I just want to keep you in alignment with where you say you want to go. Because these are the things oh, that yeah. will get you out of alignment. Find your point of entry of what you love and really connect that. But I promise you, it's it's not a race. You can't force yeah. you can you can fool me, you can fool no, well, you can't really fool me. But you know what I mean. You can fool a lot of people. But who you can't fool is spirit. Thanks. You can't. You can't yeah, force that right. to happen. You could keep knocking at the door and it won't open because it's saying, no, 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 no. You're doing this for the wrong reason. Yeah, yeah. You understand? Not the wrong reason according to me, not the wrong reason according to the world, the wrong reason according to you. We yeah. set parameters about what we're going to do in this lifetime. We set the parameters before we come to earth. So it's not about following someone else's rules. It's about you following your rules of your higher self. 
And then you're all over the place. Stop going here, there, there, there. What you looking for? You looking for you. (laughs) (laughs) You looking for you. And and yes, I will give you confirmation because your spirit guides are jumping all over the place saying, please just tell them, please, Miss Blue. And so the confirmation is you are a natural teacher. No doubt. You are. But you, like a teacher, with no agenda. You ain't got the agenda I don't know yet. That's right. Yeah. So you got to wait on orders from your higher self to say, here you go, Nick. Here's your next assignment. Hmm. You jumping in classrooms and they trying to figure out what you doing here. What you finna say? Yep. They like what are you what are you talking about? What are you what are you even doing here? But you know, yeah, every yeah. teacher is an amazing student. And you have a hard time with being a student. But I always say If it's not working, you have to do something different. And I'm telling you, number one, there's nothing wrong with you. So you can keep taking these classes. You can keep doing all this shit and doing all these distractions. I mean, it'll buy you some time. Only for you to still end up asking the same question. Until you're willing to look beyond who you see in the mirror, you're going nowhere fast. Damn, in the loop. Damn. That's it. Slow down. Slow down. Trust yourself. Know that nothing is wrong and you're on the right track. That's it. What are you in such a rush for? I mean, you know, what's the hurry? There is no hurry. I just want to make sure I'm serving a higher purpose. Of course you are. The only person questioning it is you. (laughs) You're the only one questioning that. And that's not even the highest part of you. Yeah, I do. Of course you're serving a higher purpose. What I'm trying to tell you is you got to know that. You started this journey with a higher purpose. Of course you're serving a higher purpose. Of course you're learning things. But have you ever figured out that this is just a foundation? And if you Mm. could just enjoy yourself a little more, maybe, just maybe, the spark of light will hit you. And you'll say, "Mm, I just figured some shit out. Yeah. I see. Well, thank you, Miss Blue. Yeah. You're welcome. I think you're doing beautiful. I think thank you're doing. You. Thank you. And you know what? Let me uh, acknowledge something because you did something. I don't even think you realize what you did tonight. You came on. You told us who you were. 
you told us where you were from, and then you said a very powerful statement. You said, Miss Blue, you even talked to my girl. You acknowledge. You acknowledge someone. Do you know what it takes to get to that level? <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm laughing, but wow. No, I'm, I'm listening. I'm, I'm just, yeah. No, I'm I guess serious. I don't. Maybe I'm. Maybe I don't. But see, these are the things that I want to bring to your attention why you think you're not growing and you're not learning. Mm. You acknowledge the woman in your life that means a lot and that is important to you. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Do you know how many men can't do that? Hmm. I don't have to tell you, you're a man. Hmm. Especially yeah. not publicly. Publicly say, I'm connected <laughs> with this person? Oh, nah, nah. She, she definitely the one, for sure. That's what I'm saying, but you're not giving yourself credit for growing, for learning, hmm. for loving. And for thinking about more than just yourself. So when you question your past, don't let that be a question. Because you think about other people probably more than you think about yourself. I don't want you to change that. I just want you to add you into the equation. And to know that you're doing the right thing. And to know you're moving in the right direction. Some things, not everything, takes time. But some things do. And I promise you, it's putting you in alignment for that big picture. Just trust where you are. Trust where you are. That big picture you got, that's going to come. You're going you're gonna to manifest that. It's going to happen. I just don't want you to rush it because you have your time. We all do. We all do. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. I'm so glad you called in. And give our love to Zara, Zanaya, (laughs) Zanaya. She knows I call her the wrong name. She knows. (laughs) She's going to laugh. She's going to say, Miss Blue always do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, that's what's uh it's cool. This is an archive too, so she'll be able to hear I think. Hopefully mm-hmm. it's cool. Yeah. It's cool. So you two be good to each other. Love you so much. And no worries. Thank you so much. And oh wait, let me finally give you the answer for the meta netter because you never really told me why you wanna learn it. So I want to learn it. I was, uh, mm, I do. I, I guess I want to. I want to understand the tree of life, the development of the soul, and I, pretty much like, how could I get into understanding like the emotional, spiritual mm-hmm. body? I guess that's what I'm trying to understand. This in the sexual energy, I'm trying to get mm-hmm. into that, and understand. I don't know. That's just. Mm-hmm. 
it's like a, I feel like it's a building point for me to get into sexual energy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But if it's not for me, then I don't have to get into it. Like if my soul can handle it, I won't. I won't. But Ooh, I just want to make sure I'm going to enjoy right. Your mind can entertain. The only mm-hmm. challenge will become what is the reason? What's yeah, the my intention? Yeah. And okay. I promise mm-hmm. you, put the right intention. You're in a relationship, so you're learning about what you're asking about now. Everything we talked about is getting you into that energy. Because I know you don't need someone to tell you how to have sex. You calling me to ask no. you, you know, whether we doing missionary, what we doing, you know? You, you don't no. need that kind yeah. of help. You're yeah. talking about sexual energy as far as the energy. Yeah, I'm going to go there. I'm listening. I'm listening. Uh-huh. Which is life force okay. energy, which is chi energy. It's the same yeah. energy. Yeah. Don't put so much in- emphasis on the sexual part of it so much. It's all the same. All energy is sexual energy. The sexual part of it comes from what we choose to do with the energy. Mm. But it's the same energy you're using talking to me on the phone. It's the same energy that moves the clouds and the trees. It's all life force energy. So you can study things as far as tantric and all of these things, which it will help you to Understand how this energy is used in many different forms, not just sexual, but how it's used throughout the body, how it's used for healing, how it's used for manifestation, how it's used for procreation, how nature uses this energy. Nature uses this energy. The sister that came on that talked about plants and flowers, that, that uses the same energy. So, the tree of life can teach you more than just about that sexual energy, but it certainly can show you its evolution. I'm not going to keep you because it looks like they're ready to go party. I just want to remind yeah. you of your <laughs> while you in Hawaii. <laughs> Let me go ahead and put oh, that no, book in your like ear. That. No fool y'all like that, you know. Come on, man. It's time to roll. It's time to go. It's time to do it. <laughs> yeah, you know. Hold on. You know, I'm in Hawaii. It's sunny. It's sunny mm-hmm. outside. So. Oh, yeah. I know it's real sunny. I done been there. <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> I do want to remind you how close it is to some of the other islands in the world, but I'm just letting you know it's hot. It's hot out there you. in the streets. So it is while you're hot. Trying to that, <laughs> he's trying to spread all that sexual energy out there and see if he can make it do what it do. Mm. Okay. Nah, nah, nah. This is all <laughs> internal. Yes, I know you are. I know you're going to do the right thing because I'm going to keep one eye on you the whole night. I guess. 
Yeah. I already know Oni Oni was her name, so I already know she 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 said you gonna get mucked up. That's what she used to tell me. And she used to tell me don't fall asleep. Before she before we stopped, before she passed, she used to always tell me, Don't fall asleep. When you join the military, don't fall asleep. So I always keep that on my conscience. That's it. You're not gonna fall asleep. At least not that's yeah. not what's gonna make you fall asleep, but you know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That ain't gonna be (laughs) just Oh man, yeah. Eating a good meal, that's gonna that put me to sleep. A meal. (laughs) Well there you go, Nick. Well it was so good talking to you. Peace and love to you. Enjoy. (laughs) Peace and love. Thank you. How beautiful. Gotta love the brothers. Gotta love the brothers. Let's go to the next caller calling in from area code 7315. 7315, you're live on Planet Remix. Please tell us who you are and where you're calling from. Hello? 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 Is it me? Is it me? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Who's on the line, please? Hey, how you doing, Miss Blue? This this Takaiva. This is who? Takaiva. You remember me, T. Fizzle? Takaiva. No, Takaiva. You remember me, T. Fizzle? Remember on uh on uh Clubhouse? T. Fizzle. Tell me something else. Tell me a little bit more. I apologize. You know, spirit wipes things from my mind. So, help me out. Tell me something. I had talked to you around March of um uh, of twenty of twenty twenty one. Yeah, March of twenty twenty one. And you and it was when I was in um Nashville. I had to go to the wedding, remember? And you were telling me about the ancestors gonna come see me at the wedding. You Miss Blue. I'ma say yes. I promise you. I talked to a lot of people, but I promise you. I'm going to say yes. As you talk, I'm sure. I'm sure. I remember everybody, right? <laughs> yes, ma'am. How, are you, we was on, uh, how are you doing? I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I had, I was having a, a child the last time we had talked. We, I had a baby on the way. Oh, well, congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah, uh yeah, what I wanted to know was like, mm-hmm. I was just wanted to ask like, how do I internalize like, mm-hmm. like this information? That's what I wanted to know. Like, how do you internalize information? Because I've been you... asking myself. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. I'm like, listening. I've been, I've been asking myself like in my dreams lately. Like I've been so. Like my conscience been so in my dreams lately, mm-hmm. like. But it's like I always get it, like like somebody will say something worth knowing in my dream. But it's like I don't never internalize information. Like how do you keep it? Is what I'm saying. Like activate it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, so I think I understand the question. Basically, you want to know because we know. Information does not cause transformation. Mm-hmm. So in essence, that's what I got from what you just said is you want to know 
how do you take this information and allow it to trans cause transformation? It's really the process mm-hmm. of doing alchemy. Number one, I want to say to you that you are doing alchemy with the information. I'm looking at your energy centers, um, except for the third eye, which I'm talking about tonight. Um, You're kind of, with many of us in this category, this has already started to calibrate. Um, So lots of self-reflection is going on. But you are integrating the information you're taking in. Now, here's the challenge you're having. The challenge you're having is you're learning the information but you don't know why you're learning it and you don't know what to do with it afterwards. So the best thing to do that would keep you um, so that you can have transformation with this information is find some things you're interested in, generally interested in, but to learn information just so you can share it to somebody else so you can, and I'm not saying you're doing this, but pop your collar with somebody else is useless. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of energy. But really find information that's going to help you, something you're interested in. I'll tell you a little bit about my journey, and I know all of ours is different, but I, anytime I learned something, I didn't stop until I figured out how that was connected to me. And this is the way Brother Bilal and myself, we teach We don't teach you information from an intellectual point of view because we got YouTube. We got, we got TikTok. (laughs) TikTok is the new graduate school on the planet, right? You want to learn how to do something in 3.5 minutes? Go to TikTok. And even though you learned how to do it, you may not even have an understanding with it. So it's kind of like sitting down and someone cooking you your favorite food. And you shove it all down your mouth so quick. And the person says, did you, I mean, did you, <laughs> did you even taste it? So yeah, that, that was my girl be telling me when she be cooking. She'd be like, bro, did you even, did you like, cause yeah. I be eating. So this is why your spirit gods even told me to use that example. So I will say to you, what we all probably have been told at some point in our lives, slow down. Self-preservation. Slow down. But, but this this is what I'm saying. Like, I had a dream, but they, hey, somebody, they asked me, they was like, what do you like to do? And it's like, mm-hmm. I don't, it's like everything that I like, that I used to like to do, like, like play basketball, like music. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. I don't. It's like I don't do it no more. It's like I don't like how I'm supposed to find something that I love if I don't know what I'm saying. Like that like, means you have to go into what I call exploratory magic. You have to find new things. So if you don't feel like, oh, well, you used to love basketball, but maybe you don't have the same love for it, which, by the way, I feel you still do. I do. You used to love music, but you don't still have it. You still do. What 
is happening. Oh, no. There was a state of self-denial when you were doing these things. And there was a level of disappointment that happened. And that sort of kind of killed the whole vibe. Yeah. But you can't let that stop you. You, you you understand what I'm saying? If you love playing basketball, now maybe you ain't going to be the next LeBron. <laughs> right? Yes, ma'am. Maybe, maybe that's just, just not where you thought it was going in that direction. But it just yes, didn't ma'am. happen. You realize, damn, you mean to tell me I'm not going to be the next LeBron? Yeah. However, yeah. LeBron can't play by himself. He got teammates. And some of them we know their names and some of them we don't. But guess what? Yeah. He can't play by himself. And then here's wow. another thing. Maybe that path was taking you to the path of something greater. Yeah, that's what I'm up. saying. It's like mm-hmm. I'm just I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's no, like no. it's like I wanna hear It's like I don't I I'm trying like I was thinking like this path, this path, this path, like so what path like how do I know what path I'm taking? I just know Listen, that I'm just learning follow, everything. You follow what you love. And just because you are not LeBron today. Who's to say you won't be him tomorrow? But your version of that. Don't yeah. give it up. Don't give up your dream. If the path you're going down with your dream is not working, you form another way. But you keep working at it. Sometimes we abandon our dreams because we we still give it to someone outside of ourselves. You don't know what could happen. You 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 understand what I'm saying? You don't you don't know really what could happen. Honestly. Well, yeah. So if you love it, love it for real. Love it for real. I'm not saying that we don't have to come to a realization um about some things. But still love it. Don't allow anything to steal your love for something. You love basketball, and that was whether you were going to be on the Lakers or not. That ain't your team anyway, but you know what I'm saying. Yes, ma'am. Don't and with the that. music, too, like, it's, 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 better, it's better with the music, I think, is the music is what it is. Like, mm-hmm. but, but, but stay with me. Stay with me here. You can still do the basketball and you can still do the music, but this does not excuse you from your responsibilities. Because, like, when I when they say do the work, I, I heard you talking to bro. You was like, do the work. And I That's keep right. asking myself every day, I ask myself every day, am I doing the work? Or am of I course. just sitting here like I don't know? Like, are you participating and taking care of your child? Yes, ma'am. Are you yes. participating and taking care of yourself? 
Yes, ma'am. Are you doing things that you love? Yes. Then you're doing the work. Yeah. That's work. We complicate this shit. And somehow, and I really hope I'm not a part of this. Yes, and ma'am. I don't use hope often. I hope that we didn't make it everybody think the moment you become conscious, now you need to be teaching somebody some shit. Right. Right. Now, don't get me wrong. There's 8 billion people on this planet. So we need a whole right. lot more people to wake up and do some shit. Yes, but the frustration is starting to bottleneck because everybody wants to do the same damn thing. And so it is becoming like Colin Bond. It is becoming like the draft. It's becoming it's becoming this draft. Oh, let's see who we gonna pick. We gonna get some of the top players and we gonna pick this person and that person. But what about all these other people who've been playing and practicing and playing and practicing? The only difference yeah. now is everyone is a free agent. There's so yeah. many different platforms. There's so many different ways that you can do this. And yet, people don't want to take a chance on themselves and do it their way. So, basically, I just need to just keep on keeping on until I know well, why I'm keeping you, on. I think you need to do a little bit more than that because now you have a son who's looking up to you as his father. <laughs> hey, Kiki, Kiki, get what she just said. Now you got a son looking up to you. Yes, yes, Kiki. Yes, Miss Lou, I don't know how you know. <laughs> That's what she just said, Kiki. Now you got a son looking. <laughs> yes, you got a son. Yes. I see yes. him. I see him. You see him. Looking up it's to you. You have, you have a woman looking up to you, hoping you can bring them into the future. I swear, I'm, 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 I swear, Miss Blue is like, I'm, I'm trying to get this realization. I've been getting small uh-uh. realization. Uh-uh. You can't try. You can't try. Right. Yes, ma'am. Trying days are over. Now you got to do. You've yes, got to sit down and you've got to develop a plan to help bring your son. And your lady, whatever you want to call her, your girl. I don't know. I don't know what words people use these days. Yes, ma'am. You got to bring them into the future. That's your job to guide them into the future. And I'm sorry, but you can't get away with just saying, I don't know how to do it. Figure it out. Get a plan. Get a vision. Sit down. Both of y'all, together, hold hands, close your eyes, and all of these dreams you having, pull a dream for the future and be bold enough to go after it, to work for it, to not give up, but have a dream to go in the future. 
And it can't be just flying around in the astro realm. Yes, that ain't a dream. That's a that fantasy. ain't no dream. No, it's that's a, a fantasy. fantasy. What am I thinking? It's, it's, it's like I'm. It's like I'm always thinking there's a goal, and that's my problem. I'm always thinking it's a goal that I'm trying to get to. I always, I'm thinking it's a goal. I don't. I don't have a problem with the goals, but you need to get an aim, and that I aim know. has got to have some checkpoints along the way. It's nothing wrong with wanting to achieve a goal. It's nothing wrong with wanting to um, create a legacy. Because really, if you interchange the word goal for legacy, it really is the same. Wow. Because if I complete a goal, that becomes a part of my legacy. That's a legacy. Right. Maybe you need to change the energy of the world. Word, you need to leave a legacy. But see, here's a a portion of it that's happening. You're still this little boy that hasn't grown up, but now you got a little boy. So you got to get out (laughs) of the space of being the little boy. You can't, not going to work. You can't be a little boy with a little boy. That ain't going to work. Right. So now you got to take the position of the father, right? Code word for God. You got to become the God, the father. Right. And what does fathers do? They take us into the future. And if you do not have a vision for your family to go forward, this is why you feel the way you do. See, listen, you heard you heard your son, right? He just said yes. I ain't hear that. I, no, I, I hear him. I ain't hear that. It's, it's Chloe in the background. You probably heard her over here screaming. Talking. Oh, okay. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but I, okay, Miss Blue, I understand. Like, I know what I got to do. He's like, I don't know why I keep on. His procrastinating. I think you're overthinking it. This was you. You're just overthinking it. You got this. You really got this. Are you working right now? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You working? What do you do? I I work at like a warehouse and like mm-hmm. we just Basically, I walk around all day long, and like it's like uh, per, like you do your own productivity, like this, like you you make you you scan your own boxes and walk around. But it's like I walk around all day, no supervision. It's like all I do is think every day, all day. Well, like I for need the past couple of days, thinking. I need you to stop thinking. Just stop, stop thinking, stop thinking. So your intuition and your higher self can come in. What I want you to do before you go to sleep at night, I want you to be intentional. And if you don't have the lucky blueprint, listen, 21st, last day for this year. And and my goodness, it's August the 20th today, Saturday. So one more day, the lucky blueprint is going to be available and then it's going away. But what I want to tell you, is 
write down some things, some aims that you want to accomplish in your life before you go to sleep. Put them on a piece of paper. Write them down. Read them before you go to sleep. When you get up in the morning and you get ready to go to work or start your day, read it again and put it in your pocket. Even if some of those things are way ahead or some of them are things you need to get done the next day, you have to have an aim. Yes, ma'am. You have to. Because, again, you've got to take your family into the future. All of them. That's right. Exactly right, Miss Blue. So when you're at work, you need to be thinking. You need to be thinking, dang, what if this was my warehouse with my merchandise in it? Yeah. You've got to expand your consciousness. And you have to have something to work on. And I'm talking about while you're loving yourself, while you're playing basketball, while you're listening to music, while you're taking care of your girl, while you're taking care of the babies, while you're doing all of this. But sitting around trying to nurture the little boy in you, that's a wrap. (laughs) That's a wrap. That's a wrap. You got to really embody who you are. And you have to learn how to stand on your word. Don't say things that you have no intention of doing. Be a man of your word. Word is bond. Stop breaking your word to yourself and to other people. And stop making excuses for why you're not showing up. Because you can do it. Yes, ma'am. You're very loving, you're very caring, and you're very creative. And so... I know it feels like it's overwhelming at times, but everything is going to work out fine. Everything is. You've just got to get in alignment with it. That's it. Stop stop bullshitting. Well, I don't even think you're bullshitting. I just think you let your mind run around like a dog off of a chain that's been chained up. It just thinks all kinds of crazy shit. Stop that. You got to be able to tell yourself, stop it. Yes, ma'am. Stop it. Stay present. Stay present and stay on earth. Because contrary to popular belief, all that fun you having in the astral realm, it really means nothing. It's like going to the club, having a good time, but you got to get up and go to work the next day. Yeah. And you got to think of it that way. That was fun. Oh, we got to do that again. But in the meantime, I got some things I got to take care of here on planet Earth. I have some responsibilities that I need to make sure I'm handling my business. 
I got I got all at me blue. I know you do. You got it. You got it. Let me see if I can play some music. You got it. You got it. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> you got it. I thank you, Miss Blue. I thank you. Love to you and the family, the babies, with an S, all of y'all. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> thank you, ma'am. You're welcome. Peace and love. Thanks for calling in. Aw. I love it. I love it, love it, love it. Love the babies. Gotta love the babies. Gotta love the brothers. Wow. The speck of light, third eye. Listen, this is what I want everyone here um, to do is I definitely want you to come back. Um, I want everyone to come back and definitely I want you guys to come back. Leave some takeaways below. We are talking about the third eye tonight. I would love it if you came back and left three takeaways. If, if you could leave three takeaways down below. Uh, come back to the show and leave three takeaways below. Let's make sure we get those likes up as well as also not just get those likes up, but also make sure you subscribe if you haven't subscribed to Planet Remix <laughs> on the YouTube channel. And also leave a comment. Leave a comment anywhere, wherever you listen. And if you're listening to this in the download, definitely want to make sure that you um, leave a comment and listen in. Pass it on to a friend, somebody who it may do them just right. Give them what they need. Happy Born Day. I see a couple of people coming into the Blue Room who's celebrating their Born Day on Saturday. So happy Born Day, Karen. Sending you lots of love. And to everyone, everyone who's celebrating a born day in this month of August. So pay attention to your dreams. Make sure when you're rehearsing, you know why. And definitely, if you haven't gotten the lucky blueprint, I think you'll have about 24 hours to do that. And then it will be gone. So you can click the link in the show notes so you can go over to the remix underscore radio page on Instagram and the link in the bio will get you there and give you all of those details. And if you have the lucky blueprint, make sure you go back and leave a comment. Don't forget, self-invested is open enrollment season. And uh, yeah, it's open enrollment. So definitely you want to come on over and, uh, yeah, you want to come on over and connect, connect with us. If you want those details, email question for blue at gmail.com and I will send you those details so that you can sign up for self-invested. It's been a blast. As always, with all of you beautiful stars on Planet Remix, I look forward to reading your comments and 
make sure you look out for those specks of light. So peace and love.